we know you can't get enough of your favorite flavors. Luckily, Kroger Free Pickup makes it easy to grab what you need without any surprise fees. Whether it's extra buns for the barbecue or those chips you just can't quit, start your cart with the Kroger app. Kroger, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply, subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Staten Island. With the homie John Pacino. Oh, let's get right on Facebook with our stairs. We got the homie Big Business in the virtual building with us as well. My man, uh, Ryan, my man, Ellen J should be joining me. Y'all just, uh, let's get right. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me share the live pages now. All right. Shout out to Facebook Watch. Hey, we got a sense of curse words on here, brother? Nah, you good. All right. Oh, not at all, my G. We can talk. We can talk freely. All right, cool. Hell yeah. And um, hey, man, I want to say, yo, it's an honor, man, to have you on, Don, man. For real, brother. You know, I've been rocking with, with Killer Army. I feel like I grew up with y'all cats, you know, with the woo and, you know, and yeah, man. I appreciate all the love and support throughout the years from everybody, man. You know, including yourself, man. You know? Yeah, brother. And it's good to see that you're keeping it moving and things are still relevant for you. You know what I mean? Rocking with the with the napalm situation. It's awesome, yeah. brother. It's, it's, it's good to see. It's good grassroots see. with that, yeah. man. I had to build that up, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But you had the opportunity to do so. But shit, you had to stay in it and stay relevant yeah. all that time. Bro. That's a fact. That's a fact, brother. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's real. That's real to be doing that's it. That's a fact. That's a fact. Word. That's real. Word. Um, all right, shit. Let me get off this damn Facebook. So they got us. So we we, we tuned into how many different, uh, how many lives are we on? Uh, how many channels? So uh, Facebook, and you're doing the Gram 2 live? Or is it all in sync, or it's just Facebook? Uh, this is just with, with Facebook Watch. We got to deal with Facebook Watch, so that's how we're doing it there. You're welcome to go on the gram. We didn't oh, do okay. it on the gram. Yeah, but, I don't know um, how to do all this connecting to that, to this, you know what I mean? But nah, I feel you. Oh. Man, we on iHeartRadio, Apple, Google, uh, uh, Spotify. The, uh, the Fizzle Show is syndicated as well, so it'll be replayed on um, W. Uh, uh, on, on a damn platform on Friday. Oh, perfect. In Philly and Pittsburgh and all that and, and damn That's Pittsburgh. What y'all reach? What y'all reach per show? Like, oh man, 
Oh, it varies. It varies. And then you got people that watch now live, and then the people that are able to catch it now, they catch it on the multiple different platforms. So uh, when you, I, 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 shit, I don't even know what it's like when we accumulate all yeah. the numbers, man. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I feel you. Hey, at least you, at least you're out there putting, putting the work in, man. That's all that matters. You know what I mean? I'm glad to be a part of it. You know what I mean? So we gonna rock and roll, man. You got the, uh, the songs. You got them in, um, you put them in, uh, in, in the loop. The, song that one, huh? the, the, the audio I sent, the music. Oh yeah, that will be in the yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have that in rotation. Okay, cool. We'll definitely get you right with that. All right, so I'm gonna shit. I'm gonna get off of here. Get ready to rock and roll. Biz, you good? Hey man, I'm just waiting for you to tell me we live so we can turn up. Hey, we really we live. We've been live. I just been sharing it. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I'm on I, Facebook. We've been live. Go ahead. Okay. Say what's up. Well, no, <laughs> Let me know when y'all ready for me to tune in, man. You know, make you make the introduction. I don't know how y'all trying to do it. You know, just I'm here. Yeah, that, that's kind of what I was waiting on in terms of like, cause y'all was kind of discussing some of the things in terms of, you know, the business background. I say let me. Let me let you, you know, lead off, and then I was going to come with what I came with, you know what I'm saying, questions and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, let yeah. me get off. Let me get off from here, and then we can just hop right into it. No need to even hold back. Hold on, hold on real quick. Let me get off this Facebook. Hey, so, Don, man, you in Staten Island, man? Mm-hmm. That's what's up. That's Indeed, what's up. man. Napalm, New York. That's what I'm calling it now. Word, word. Hey, like I was telling you the other day, you know, I had I had talked to um I had talked to Pop, and um Pop they had it was Shaheen's birthday, and yeah. they were together celebrating, and yeah, yeah word. So so all y'all cool. I was cool supposed food. to be there. I was I was supposed to be there. And shit, what happened was I was I was I was mixing and mastering the album to like midnight, and all you right. know it was an early joint. It was like from six to twelve, man. So you know I made it up to him though. I took the guard out for uh. For, for, a little, for a little lunch and shit, got a bottle. We know we went to the studio, cooled out, you know? Whoa, whoa, it's, it's good to see Shy home. He's good, and that's it's just it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing, whoa. Yeah, I'm about to pop in on y'all, man. Yeah, 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 we ready now. We can get it popping. Whoa, whoa, that's what's up. Got my man Fly Ride with us right here. <laughs> Peace. Hey, um, uh, Biz, you you've been here yeah. in the mix. I don't think you've ever got a chance to to see Rye or get acquainted, or you know. No, 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 that uh didn't happen. But uh, nice to meet you, bro, bro. We'll we'll, we'll do the face to face thing. You know, it's good to meet you through the live and, and whatnot. And, and, and I'm a face to face cat, but it's good to kind of get to mix it up with people. So when you see them, it's like you feel like you already met them and you know them. Yeah, one hundred. Appreciate it. It's good to be here. Hey, Dom, it's good good to see you, bro. Peace, brother. Fan, I, see man. You, I see you rocking that W. Peace, Hey, man. always, man. You uh, you had did an interview with some of my people. I'm a producer on another show called the Artist Network Conference Call, man. We had you. You guys had called them, man. It was a great a great interview a while ago with Cat X. But, oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to pipe out. I'm going to mute myself so y'all do your deal. Respect. Peace, y'all. Peace, peace, love, and respect, brother. No doubt, no doubt. Doubt, right? Appreciate having you with us, brother. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. 
So, um, yo, we can get right into it with you, Don, man, man, Don Patino, appreciate having you here with us, brother. You know, um, I'm not going to say uh, formally of the of Killer Army, because, you know, I, I'm sure y'all might still I'm have kept, things bubbling. You know what I'm I mean? Killer Army for life, brother, whether it's bubbling right. or not. You know, I, my, my work, my, my, my contribution to Killer Army is, is you know, is, is solidified, bro. It don't matter. I got Killer Army tattooed on me. I'm Killer Army for life, man. I help, I help start that shit. You know what I mean? So that's regardless. You know, regardless if I make music with, with, with brothers anymore, I'm always going to be Killer Army, brother. You know what I mean? Nobody can take that from me. Not even uh, Mr. Ninth Prince. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's what it is, bro. No doubt. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um, um, uh, uh, hope Killer Sin is is I. Right. You know what I'm saying? Peace to that brother. Yeah, he's good. I just no checked standard. him out. I just checked him out a couple of days before Thanksgiving. The brothers in good spirits. You know, he's just trying to bang out the rest of this time and and get back at you know back to the family, man. You know. Mm-hmm. 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 So y'all y'all did y'all thing, man. Um, back then, Killer. Um. And and you know, like we said briefly when we when we when we talked a little bit, um, there was a lot of woo affiliates out here that 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 wasn't claiming that W in the right way, you know, and they and they think they was part of things, but you guys actually were part of the Wu Tang clan and you know spawned off of that. Can we just tap that briefly, and then we'll get on to to you know what's going on right we tap now. It all. We tap it all. Uh... Well, my take on that is that yeah, as far as our uh, our affiliation, um, you know, killer. It was Sin official, is, you know what I mean. Is, and a lot of these cats ain't doing the W in the right way, you know. Listen, man, it's like Killer Army. First of all, Ninth Prince is is Riz's brother, right? So the, mm-hmm. it's already family. Pa- uh, killer Sin is Power's little brother. Power is the one who who executive produced Wu Tang in the you know with with Divine and RZA. So these are the all the founders right here. So no we got the founders, no little brothers, as part of the group that I'm in. So it can't be not official. <laughs> How's it not going to be official when the 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 founders is the little brothers squads coming up and doing the thing? You understand? It's as official as it's going to get. It's family, no blood. No doubt, no doubt. You know, and, and I go back since, you know, eight, nine years old, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, you know, I done lived in, 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 in I've just, I done lived in the mansion and, and, and been around, like, you know, we I lived across the street from Reza, his family, I know the whole family, like, eight, nine years old, you know, Ninth Prince is my best friend, so that's just, just to put a cap on that, that's that, that's how close my ties are. Eight, I go back eight, nine years old, the brothers, you know what I mean? Before, this is, pre, this is pre-Wu-Tang now, you know? So that, I'll leave it at that. You know, I mean, this is when it was really just oh, dirty Jizza and Rizza, you know, you know, messing around with the music, doing their thing, really. You know what I mean? I go back before Wu Tang came together as a conglomerate. That's awesome. So seeing that is kind of what helps spark and inspire brothers to do what they do a little bit. A hundred percent. Aside, aside from the cast that was out there doing it big at the time, you know, the Big Daddy Kings and. The Slick Ricks and, and, and you know what I mean EPMDs and Rakim's Gucci Raps, yeah, Wu Tang. But that was like in hands reach. So I'm seeing them do it. My brothers, my big bros, and it's like we got inspired from that. You know, like we could really do this because we doing it right here at home. You know, so Hell yeah, man. it was it was a whole it was all of that. You know. So you was raised, you was there in Stapleton, the whole uh, or was it Park Hill? 
Which one was you in the whole time? At that time, I was in Stapleton. I moved over to Park Hill later on, years later. You know what I mean? Well, uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, so got cool. Boom, so you grew up in, man, that's awesome, brother. That's awesome. That's awesome. I just wanted to sprinkle them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Biz, you look like you're about to say something. Hey, I'm just, just trying to get in where I fit. What was the energy like? I say, because now you kind of give it a time frame. What was the energy like when you were like in those early teenage years when things were starting to really pop and you're kind of seeing the things come together? What was the energy like and how did that affect you as an artist later on? Well, the energy was dope, man. Everything kind of happened so quick, although it was a lot of work put in. It seemed like it was quick, you know what I mean? Because like things really started taking off for me when I got out. I did a little bit. I did a little quick bit on the island. And when I came out, when I came out of Rikers, we was already like, within a couple of months, I already was going to the office and, and, and we, we started taking photos for the album. We already had it. Before I went in, I was on a run and I, I completed one track for uh, the Killer Army album before I went in. When we came out, it was like, it's official. We got a situation. You know, the bros already took it there. They already had that. They, they already had the 36 Chambers I was doing great. They already had a situation locked with priority for us to come out and do our thing. So it happened quick from that point. It didn't happen quick before. I'm saying all the work that was put in prior, of course, you know what I mean? That was a journey, but it seemed also quick, you know what I mean, at that point. Right, exactly, okay, okay. You know, but the energy was crazy, man. Everything was just, you know, when, 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 when you know, when you're a bunch of brothers with talent that come from, from the bottom, man, and you get an opportunity, what yeah. you think the energy is gonna be like, man? Everybody was just trying to like, well, let's do it. We, it was go time, you know, green light, let's go. You know, that's pretty much what the energy was like. It was like green light energy, you know? And and the woo, they kind of grabbed hold of y'all brothers, embraced y'all brothers and took y'all on tour and everything. So that was some of your first experiences there as well, huh? Yeah, that was, that was the touring is beautiful, man. Going out there and seeing the reaction from the uh, fans and you know, all the love, man. And, you know, I remember like it was a transition because our first uh, our first promotional tour, we was packed in a but uh, a little uh, one of those eighteen vans, the eighteen passenger vans, and it was pretty much just Killer Army and Sons of Man. This might have been in like in a Sprinter ninety late ninety six ninety seven. Not even a sprinter. Sprinters wasn't around then, bro. something, but an 18 passenger. And we just really did our promo tour. Nobody knew who we was at that point. And I think we, that, I think, I don't know if that was our first or our second tour. It was a little, our promo tour was with uh, MOP. Uh, and, um, oh, that's hard. And uh, what's my guys? Uh, with Fergie. What's the group with Fergie? Uh, I'm sorry, pop, uh, pardon my. Uh, with Fergie, um, take it back in the day. Uh, what was it, Black, Black Eyed Peas? Black Eyed Peas, but they didn't have Fergie then. It was just uh, Black Eyed Peas. We was on tour with MOP, Black Eyed Peas, and Jungle Brothers. Okay. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So that was one of our first, uh, first tours, the promo tours. This is before we started going on tour with the Clan. We was just getting our work in, you know, Kill All Me, Sons of Man. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, man, there's a lot of work put in, you know what I mean, that, that cats, you know, before you come to the forefront where people start to take notice, you know, it's people that have been doing this for years. Like, even cats that's coming out now, it's like new artists, you know, artists of the year. You don't know what their journey was like behind the scenes before they actually, you know, you know, came mm. across your radar. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the real. The question about the energy is because 
you know, Wu kind of laid the blueprint as far as groups were concerned and like that brotherhood and it was passed on and it just was so much love. And then you see those behind the scenes stories like New Edition. Like you didn't really understand all of those dynamics of, of and you didn't really see that with Wu like that. Like they were, they were uniform. And Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message data rates may apply. Reply stop, stop, stop. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. Everybody knew their position and it was just a love and then they passed it on to y'all. Uh, and that's why I asked that question because I was wondering if there was any situation that kind of kind of changed the dynamic in terms of your group that kind of made it to where uh, you had that part in the road to where you kind of see, okay, I, I need to go solo or something of that nature. Oh, that, that came, what happened with us as a group is that um, we had two albums with Priority, um, which Priority was cool, man. You know, I'm, I'm sure they could have did more. Everybody could do a little bit more, but they did okay, man. We did really good with Priority. Um, mm-hmm. Really good. And um, then we went over, then Priority crashed. You know, like, uh, you know, Snoop Dogg was over there, No Limit. You know, Wu-Tang had uh, Wu-Tang records over there, and they went down for whatever reason. I don't know what Priority situation was. But then we was like, what are we going to do next? And um, being that RZA has a t- uh, tight relationship with Steve Rifkin over at Loud, um, he was he was trying to get a production deal over there, and, and, and he was like, who do you want from, you know, the roster of what I got, all these artists? And mm-hmm. he says, we'll take Killer Army, being that we was the one that's selling the most records, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I pushed, like, didn't I do, like, 500,000 over there? Yeah, probably? we did. We did I, I mean, it's the numbers go here and there, man, and, and they, 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 you know, Killer, yeah, no I, just doubt. Think, no I doubt. just think Killer, and Killer said we well over platinum, you know what I mean? So everyone got a different... You know, but you got to understand what sound scans. See, you got what's on sound scan, right? Those are the people who report the sound scan. Sound scan costs twenty five thousand for a label to uh to 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 be in uh, conjunction with sound scan. A lot of these big a lot in stores and stuff like that. So a lot of them don't have the money to put up. So all the mom and pop stores, you know who they are. You got them in your neighborhood. Well, at least back in the day, stores are obsolete right now, but. All those little Gary's music on your corner over there. Hey, you're joining in there on consignment? Yeah. 
Not yeah. even consignment. They were actually selling them, but the thing is, they don't report the sound scan. So if they moved that's true. 100 copies in that store, you got Gary's record stores all over the United States. So if they were moving 100 here, 100 there, that wasn't getting reported. So that's why it's more than what the number reflects on sound scan. You can't well, we go. Have, we have boogie woogies, bro. I know exactly what you're talking about. You that's know true. What I'm so you know what I'm talking about. So and yeah, that's still so, shipping though, and you still shipping though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, we still moving. We moving now. It's just a different, uh, different thing. We moving digital now. We've been moving digital for the last whatever, 10, 11 years, whatever you can call. So you know, it's just. Hell it's yeah. Dom, how you feel about this digital era, bro? How you how you feel? Uh I mean, the digital era is not bad. Right, but I, you know, you had to get, you had to take some getting used to. I still like the old school. You go out and, and I thought it was more intimate. Have you, have you made somebody get out their bed, walk through some slush and snow to go copy an album when it dropped? Yeah. That meant something. Right yeah. now, dudes, now this is how bad it gets. I just want to take you through a journey. I'm gonna say now, all right. Even if you got somebody to go listen to your music and go buy it and make a purchase online and put their credit card info in, that's still a little bit of a journey, right? But see now, what I don't like is the streaming. Of you see, see, we not just we, we got digital downloads and then you got streaming. I don't like the fact that cats can go stream your music for no, there's no effort involved. They just oh, it's a rad. I don't like the rap. They ain't paying nothing. I don't like that. Like I didn't, I, I'm not you know busting my ass on a day to day basis to make good music for my fans to to just have cats be able to listen to it for free. So I'm I'm I, I'm, I don't feel the, the streaming situation at all. You know what I'm saying? And that's, then that's to receive right. residuals off the streaming, you got to have like a billion damn streams to do so. That's crazy, only, bro. Only people making money off of streaming is the Drakes, the um, Taylor Swifts. Well, yeah, I, I'll right. tell you something about. I'll tell you a little something about Taylor Swift, man. She she opted out for uh for Spotify, right? Cause she uh cause she was like, you know, they ripping all this off. Which that's what I'm doing. Like my new album, if y'all catch think y'all gonna catch it on Spotify, it's not happening. I, you know, ain't no free listening to it. What happened? You couldn't listen to Rock Kim's album back in the days before you bought it and say, "Oh, I like it. I'm not gonna get it after you heard the whole thing." You had to right. go off the single, the video, and if you liked them, you gonna go buy his art and see what he got to offer. You didn't go get the whole sneak peek of the album before it came out. Get out of here, man. I don't like that aspect of it, bro. And no that's doubt. why I got, I'm, I'm trying to bring that mystique back with mine. Now nah, you ain't getting all of that. You can go cop it when it comes out. And that's it. If you want to support, you know, because I think, you know, we, we busting our ass. And if you want to continue to see your favorite artist, you know, how a lot of cats you like, oh, what happened to this one? Or what happened to this one? And cats you grew up on. What happened is you wasn't supporting them no more. So they had to go get jobs and, and or figure out, you know, plan B, whatever they may be doing to get that bag in order to get, you know, feed their families. So if you don't support the artists you love, man, don't ask where they are when they gone. That's all I'm saying. That leads me into a question because I, I saw something online, uh, different different mu music genre, but uh, Tayana Taylor's talking about she's retiring because she doesn't feel appreciated for her talent and her art. What, what are your feelings on artists who, who feel like they're not appreciated and possibly leaving the game? What are your what are your thoughts on that? I mean, if she's saying that's for a reason, I can only I can only respect it because I'm an artist myself and I know the journey. And you know, you know, sometimes they sign. I don't know her particular situation, but sometimes you sign with these record companies for these 360 deals, and it seemed like they making more money. They always try to make it. The only reason why they came out with the streaming is so they could take back. They could get back in position. I'm gonna tell you why. Because see, innovators like I, I, I'll bring Riz into the conversation. 
he started early on years ago when he was when he started uh, getting label deals and and not just being an artist no more. When he's where he's starting to get you know do 50-50 splits and all that. So the artists started getting hip to that. Um, the Jay Z's are you know again Jay Z another one came in the game owning his stuff and and they weren't coming in as artists. You were signing Wu Tang Records. You were signing Rockefeller. You know, Jay-Z was signed to his own label. You know, RZA put out his cast to his own label. He signed to his own production companies. And we started making a lot of money. It was good for hip-hop. Then then, the, then the streaming came out, and it was like, nah, we got to get back, so how are we going to do this? We're going to put out something that they're going to be forced to use if they want their music to be out there, but we're going to give them fractions of a penny and rip them off. So now artists mm-hmm. are getting like, they're they trying to even the score, basically. You understand what I'm saying? So as far as what she's saying, I don't know her particular situation, but if she, you know, she she feels like that, then that's how she feels, man. You gotta respect it. I mean, I feel like I'm 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 underrated. All my fans tell me I'm the most underrated cat in the game. I don't think dudes got the chance to really listen to what I'm spitting at this point. But hopefully this one, this one, you know, is gonna be the one. That's that that cat's gonna really recognize, open their ears up, like, whoa, this guy means business for real. And you got some awesome features on that new joint too, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. The bros got a lot of the bros. A lot of the bros came through for me, man. It was beautiful. Shout out to Meth, the big bro, to Cal. Did a banger with me in which I produced. It's produced by me. Um, got that on the album. That one's called I Am Legend. Oh, um, that's hard. Tell us about that. What did you get a chance to to get in the studio with Meth? I was just at the Meth Lab. Meth, Meth is doing too much, man. He's getting him in the yeah, studio. Yeah, the power, the new season of power. He's on, is on he's on power. I actually, he oh. actually did, he actually did, did, he did this for me in the process of the power because he was on set. You know, he hit me up. We talking, we building on the phone, and he, he back and forth, and he's like, "Yo," and he got it in for me, and he came through at a decent time. He took quicker than some cats that ain't working a fraction of what he's working for me. He came through. But see, that was the thing that he told me years ago when we were at some kind of industry party or after party years ago. This is like 98, probably after the uh, Dirty Weaponry. He was like, yo, we was at the bar. I remember it clearly like it was yesterday. He said, yo, nasty, bro. We got to do something together. And I held him to it. I didn't didn't jump on him right away, you know? Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. this was the one. And I said, I got to call this one in. And, and I did, and he came through and blessed me. So that's the history behind this particular song, man. It was something that that's hard. Been able to do with me years ago, and I, you know, it was bucket list shit for me. You know what I mean? Because first yeah, of all, man. all the bros, that's math. yeah, it's math. It's Wu brother number one. But you know what the thing is? My respect for him is on a different level. What happened, bro? Are y'all gonna play that one? Because you done got me hyped now. Like I'm feeling like, okay, y'all gonna play that? Oh, no, that's on the album. You know I can't get yeah, that. Yeah, you got to pop the album. It's coming out Christmas Day. Come Christmas on, that, Day. Would be good. that would be good business, bro. You would, I would be a sour businessman if I gave that to the world right now just to hear and they going to got the album. That's my uh, my firepower right there, bro. Hey, I got some checks, though. Hey, I got some exclusive, though. I got some exclusive oh, got dom that was sent, though. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Nah, See, the people need to know when that's coming out. See, that's the plug. They need to know when that's coming out because I'm over here getting goosebumps. Yeah, oh, that's what it is. That's coming out on Christmas Go ahead, Day. Don't tell them. Christmas Day, 12, 25, 20. We dropping the album. That's going to be my gift to the world, man. You know? Tell them what platform, brother. It's going to be available on Tidal, uh, I, uh, iTunes, or Apple Music now, or whatever you call it. They can catch it on Pandora, on my station, uh, 
I mean, everywhere, Amazon Music. I mean, I don't know. I can't go through all the digital outlets, but I mean, those are the, the Amazon, uh, Apple Music, you know, all of that. And you could go get the physicals. I only got, I got, man, probably less, less than 50 copies of hard copies of you cats like the oath, you know, you take it back to the nostalgia and like CDs, mm. got a big collection. I got only a few copies left on donpacino.bandcamp.com. That's where you can go cop that. Um, uh, I got, you know, all kinds of music, all my music's on there. I got donpacino.bandcamp.com and napalmmusic.bandcamp.com. Y'all can get hoodies, all my merch and stuff's on there. I got joints with, you know, my brother Bugsy the Guard, me and, I, uh, me and Shaheen got a, collab a collaboration project. You can cop all the merch on there also. The Bandcamps is where to go, man, because that's direct to my company, you know what I mean? Um, but for, if you want digital, if y'all in the digital and y'all want to download it, download it, you go to the uh, Apple Music, Amazon, and all of that. You know what I mean? And so, your company is, is Napalm, right? Napalm Recordings. Some okay. cats can post to Napalm Records. It's Napalm Recordings. Napalm Records is uh, some other cats. They're a rock, uh, rock company or something like that. I'm Napalm Recordings. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But yo, check out check out my Napalm Dom and subscribe to that, my YouTube channel. That's where uh, I got some. I got something cooking, too, man. I want to let the cat out the bag, but that's coming uh, about Christmas Day also. Well, you also got Napalm Films, correct? Yeah, I got Napalm Films, too. That's me directing all, all the videos you've been seeing from me. I directed, uh, you know, I shot and directed my, my cameras, my crew. My everything, my editing, I'm I'm doing it really. I got my hands in everything, man. You know. Yo, you and Meth gonna shoot a video to that? See, I just told y'all I'm gonna let no cats out the bag. All right, all right, all right, all right. I was feeling I was like, no doubt, hey, I would have. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> you see, I tried to slide it in too. I don't, I don't like, like it. I don't feel you for that. Like Rick Ross said, I don't feel you for that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Little bros, little man's, what he said, my little bros in them. Wait, don't, don't let me, what he said. That shit is hilarious, man. Shout out to Rick Ross, man. He got, he got some dope shit, too, man. Hey, man. Um, hey, Don, man, you was on the Woo Forever album, bro. Back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. You caught me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you, know, that's, that's a classic joint right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah nah. It's funny, man. Yeah, I had a good time, man. I had a good time doing, you know, doing what I... My journey been good, man. It's been beautiful, man. Wait until they get the uh, the movie and the book, man. Because the stories is crazy, man. Shout out to ODB, man. My, my big bro, man. Miss you. Man, man, that's another thing. You got a chance to experience being around that brother a little bit, man. Tell me oh, about some of that experience. And some of the jewels I'm sure you caught from that brother. Man, really, man. ODB is just—he's he's just a scientist, man. But he was just—he was just out here trying to enjoy life in the, in the world, man. Every time I seen uh, the bro, it was just about having fun and having a good time, man. I just had good times with him, you know what I mean? It was really that, you know what I mean? He'll get deep on you, but he'll really get deep on maybe strangers. He'll never really get deep, really, with, with amongst the brothers too much. At least not when it came to me, you know? Like, yeah, because. You you strong with your mathematics too, bro. I didn't mean to cut you off, but you strong with yours. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You know your your your, your knowledge itself. When did you yeah. get involved with the five, brother? When did you get involved? Ah uh, man, when I went when I went on the run, man. Um, uh, my brother, uh, Supreme God of Law, he gave me math. Um, uh, 
Um, Ninth was already doing his thing. He got the lessons from RZA. And um, when I was on the run, Ninth had told uh, Supreme to give me uh, give me some lessons. So I started, you know, at that point, I was probably, I'd say like 16 at the time. Well, you know? is that what helped change your brother and kind of mold him into something different? You know what I mean? I mean, that and just life, you know what I mean? Um, finding out who you are is... is, 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 is um, is a big thing, you know, acknowledging who you are. You know, I think a lot of people get, a a lot of brothers get the whole, uh, you know, they get the lessons and they take them and and it's get, everything could be uh, misconstrued, I guess, like the Bible, a lot of things, you know, the Quran, everything could be misconstrued, but a lot lot of cats want to, they want to go like, first of all, knowledge in something and mastering something is two different degrees. You feel me? You can know who you are. You could you can know who you are as a man, right? You can study these lessons and you can get the idea and understanding of who you are. But cats think that you need to have your history mastered where quote this degree, God, and quote this degree. That's not gonna make that don't make you because you might not be living out what I got from it. Everybody's an individual. We get different things from different messages. You might get a clearer understanding with one or two reads of those lessons, those mathematics, you feel me? Whereas right. the next man studied it all day, he's too busy and caught up in quoting the line back when he gets in the cipher, and he ain't even living this out. He don't even, he don't got an understanding of what he's studying. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I mean where a lot of brothers get it. Yo, God, what, what, you know, what's the knowledge coaching degree, you know? It, it, hell, B. Yeah, I've been studying this thing since I was 16 years old. I don't go over it every day, B. That don't mean I didn't knowledge and I don't know. First of all, the bottom line is knowing that you are God, you are the original man and your position on this earth right here in the universe and your conjunction with it. That's it. Get that understanding. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar text the word grade to 32 32 32 right now hooked on phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 32 32 32 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 32 32 32 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 32 32 32 now text grade to 32 32 32 you know what I'm saying? I mean, I could go on with this, but you know, I don't want to get caught up in it. You know, I hope I y'all appreciate get you sprinkling them though. I, I uh-huh. appreciate you sprinkle. Yeah, you 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 feel where I'm going with it. Word, word. Yeah, word. man. Peace to the gods and earths worldwide. You know, no doubt. The universal no doubt. seven. I had remember I had told you, man. I had that legendary one with Papa Wu. 
Which oh, is man. awesome, man. Appreciate that, brother. Bible you know what I'm saying? Best, man. Everybody go check out my video dedication to him, too. It's so hard on YouTube. Napalm Dom channel. Brother. I got a whole dedication to that, brother. And uh, funny you talk about the God Freedom, because I forgot where we were, man. Freedom he he would go he would go all over the world like travel with us you know he'd be on tour with Killer Army you know and all that so I forgot where we were and he said we were coming out of somewhere and it's always coming out of a a, a show or something you know we we, we just rocked the mic and Kumio said yo God look at my eyes God don't ever let nobody tell you you ain't God Don P I see God in you God you know like but he get real adamant like, you know freedom like he. You know what I mean? Bro, 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 because the passionate Papa spoke from his from his soul. It yeah. felt like, you know what I mean? I miss the God, man. I was just with him. I spent, uh, I spent an abundance of time with him before he passed. Like literally, like a few weeks before he passed, uh, another month, and then another three, four months before we like literally hung out and was like kicking it like a numerous amount. Like I like I seen the God tremendously before he passed. Like uh, literally one on ones with them, hanging out, getting drinks, like everything with the God Freak. You know what I mean? That you so got that, to spend was, that, was, that time with them. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I got that. But we didn't, I didn't know that was going to go there. Nobody knew, you know? Nah. I, was, I, was, I was shell shocked when I heard that, you know? But to, to at least had that opportunity, not knowingly that he was going to pass, but had that opportunity to spend that much time with him. Because before that, like, if you go back three, four years, I hadn't seen him in like, I, 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 I didn't see him in like a three, four year period. But that oh, year, that year, the whole year prior, I spent like four or five occasions with him, just me and him kicking it, chilling, like. Yo, you know? Papa, Papa would still go to the to the to the like the parks and build and, and oh, put the gun oh, and put that up. Word, man, he used oh, to, man. All day. Like, Yo, I could go anywhere. I'm a universal God. I can vouch, you know what I mean? Word. Okay, word. Man, so word. powerful, brother. Such a powerful. Yeah. Such and a powerful, and shout out to the homie Nabi. So I, I know you know the homie Nabi as well. Nabi, who? No, Nabi, now you know. Oh, that was a part. That was one of Papa's partners. You know oh, what I'm okay, okay. I probably word. met the God along the journey. Word. But, um, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. So, and, so, man, get back to the relevant of now. And how long did it take for you to put that new project together? Uh, about six months. I had maybe uh, I dropped my last project, Soldiers Need Love Two, and I already had like one or two joints for for the uh, T4. Um, so, but the bulk of it came within the last three months. Like I just kept working. I did twenty. I did twenty eight songs for this album. Twenty eight songs, right? And then I narrowed it down to eighteen tracks and a skit. That's still a lot, especially how cats are putting out these little like they EPs little, out these yeah, days. They putting little EPs out right now. No, I, I don't. I don't usually like to give them that much, to be honest, because nine ten is an album, and you can. They say publishing wise, you only get paid for that anyway after you see that. So, my thing is this. I, I, I this is part of my my series. So the first album I ever dropped on my company in two thousand two was Terror Is Him, right? Then I dropped Terror Is Him two, Terror Is Him three. Last, uh, well, actually, earlier this year, and this is the fourth and the last one of the series. This is T4, which stands for Terror is Him. And I just wanted to go out with a bang, you know. All the stars were in line for me, everything came through, like, you know, Meth came through with this, everything just started coming through, boom, boom, you know, and it just aligned. And I said, Let me give them, and let me put my foot in it real quick for them and go out with a 
that's real. They got short attention spans. But I think this one, this one is like from tip, from tippy top to bottom. You ain't gonna want to skip nothing. And, and it's like it's not a bunch of extra. You just I put them on there because you know how hard it was to take stuff off. Everything was dope. The whole twenty nine songs was dope. But you know some of them kind of felt, felt like they could have been another vibe. I just wanted to get them for real hardcore on this album. I don't got no love songs on here. None of that. This is Jay Straight Terrible. You know. Straight bangers. Bangers. Word. Hey, man, did the vocals get different? Yes, they did. They did. They did. Okay, because I hear you still crispy. Dom, your vocal got different. Oh, right now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I didn't, I'm not doing no changes on my end. You see me, my hands are here, so. Okay. I, I can't call it, brother. And I got it set up nicely on the. It's all good. Sir. Let, let me ask you a question real fast. Yeah, we good. Keep it rocking. Yeah. When it, when it came to like, uh, it's a two-part question because, you know, these verses are, are starting to become a, a, a real big thing. And yeah, these part, verses. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, you know, that Jeezy situation with Gucci Mane, that was great for the culture. Uh, I wanted to know how you felt about the, the versus situation in, tar- in terms of artists. And if you had to do a versus, who would you do it against? Especially from y'all era. Word. Wow. Now. Word. I'll leave that to the fans to actually. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to just come randomly pull somebody out because I don't personally got no gripes with anybody. Or, like, you know, I don't know who dudes would match me. I would be. I would love to hear. Why don't people leave some comments and say who they like to see uh, Mr. Terror go neck to neck with? Because, I mean, you know, that's not even something I can answer. I mean, I'll tell you one thing I did. I watched one of the verses with Scott Storch against, um, help me out, uh, for Cash Money. Uh, 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 Manny Fresh. Fresh. I didn't like the way Manny Fresh did him, you know what I mean? He got, he, he did a low blow when he put the little skit talking about his coke habit and all that. I didn't appreciate that. I was like, that's a little, that wasn't really hip-hop to me, man. That was a little, you know? He, he, that was a little one in, huh? And you can see it in you can see it in Scott's face where he was like, oh, oh word, you doing me like that? Like Scott, yeah. you know what it was? Scott had too much hits for him. He was he, he couldn't do nothing. And you know, one love to Manny Fresh and what he did over there, bro. But come on, man, Scott Storch smashed him, bro. I don't know if you see it any other way. They gave you know, him. You established the cash money sound. That had yeah. a sound. That certain sound. He had that certain sound, but Scott, Scott got this whole sound. He's doing he stuff. He has a resume. For various artists. Uh, yeah. Everybody, and, and Lil Wayne, and he took his little artist and smashed But yeah, I didn't like that. But yeah, the verses with the, uh, the, the RZA and uh, Primo joint, that was dope. Yeah, that was hard. That was dope. That was like, that was he was stuck against the wall with that because they both had the hits. But RZA's audio was a little... Uh, Primo had the upper hand on the audio. That shit was hooked up in the studio. It was sounding chunky. And nobody was telling RZA his shit was sounding whack. Like, the, the audio was garbage. Like, I was like, yeah. Yeah, but it was still good for the coaching because everyone knows the hits, you know? But yeah, I can't answer that question, uh, uh, Viz. I can't, I can't answer it, bro, because I don't know. Yeah. I, and, and, and I, you know, I try, sometimes I try to pick the brain of, of, of artists who had an influence because the backstories. You know, now we start to see the backstories uh, on, you know, um, what's um, uh, Angie Martinez and these different VH1 specials and things of that nature. But 
yours hasn't come out yet, so it's kind of like I want to ask the question beforehand because it's like you think of no, those. No, I want I want all the smoke, man. I want all the smoke. Ask me whatever you want, but that particular question is yeah. like I'll be having I'll be spending five minutes here trying to ponder who who would I you know I, I put me against anybody, man. Literally, the only thing is the only thing is is like these cats, you know. Are we gonna? Is it gonna be just based off of tracks and, and lyrics, or is it gonna be based on a few familiar? See, the, see, when dudes have the edges of they had all the marketing money, and and everyone knows that you're familiar with the hits, you danced them, you had you drunk your first uh you know shot of whiskey to that joint, so that's gonna have the up in hand. But if we just going based off of a clean listen, put me against anybody, anybody. I got about a 500 song catalog solo, not with Killer Army solo. Put me against anybody, because I got hits for days. I'm covering all kinds of everything. I got love stuff, relationships, uh, hardcore, grittiest, grimy. I got stories. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm from the. Uh, I come from listening to the club for Slick Rick. I got some dope ass stories. Check yeah. out lots of dough. Actually, that's gonna be my film. I'm gonna start going into production with soon. We were held up due to this Corona shit. Got everything messed up, but the film's coming. To all my people, uh, I didn't forget. You know, we working on that. That's like my priority right after this. Trying to get in this production going, man. If they allow us to hit these streets the right way, but um, I know that's really put a put a put a hurt on you with the with the corona, not being able to move around, especially y'all brothers being international, and being able to get that overseas bread. You know yeah, what I mean? It's been a blessing, man. Like you know how they say it's a gift and a curse. I mean, it's it's been a blessing, man. Even this corona stuff, man. I've been blessed, man. Oh, I, right? I, I, yeah, I've been blessed, man. Things been beautiful. This uh. This, this, um, you know, this whole throughout this whole corona, man, things have been okay for uh, Napalm, man. You know, well, what how I'm saying? you been staying relevant, bro? I don't want to say give away some of your formula, but you know what I mean? Is it is it a lot of the virtual situation that's been helping things out? The internet, I just you know, feel like I feel like, see, you can look at it one or two different ways. I think when people are forced to stay home, there's only one, two, three things you could do, you know, eat, fuck, and entertainment. Think about it. What you doing stuck in your house with Corona? You looking to eat, fuck, and entertain, whether it be music or going on Netflix or streaming service, Hulu, whatever you got. That's what you're doing. So well, that leads me, that's the segue to telling you, you things been okay over here at Napalm. Because, you know, people were fucking with my militant brand, man, I've been building up. And more and more cats is like, yo, this, this dude's nasty. When you see what I work with, when you see what I do, everything you see from the artwork to, to, to the audio, I mix, I range, I Because you are the, the PR terrorist as well.
in Hiroshima, man. I got sales in Hiroshima, bro. Like, so, so what I'm saying is I make this music for me first. I didn't hey, Don, real quick, I don't mean to cut you off, but I saw you was in Montreal. Did you record a little piece over there? Oh, yeah, yeah, I got some stuff over there. Word. Go ahead, yeah, Don. Shout out to Montreal, man. Shout out to the whole Canada, man. They, mm-hmm. they started that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they dope man, dope people. Uh, you know, beautiful uh, beautiful country and all of that man. So shout out to Quebec City, my people out there. Um, Rona Ronda, you know what I mean. All my um, all my Cree brothers, all my um indigenous uh brothers out there, all the Cree family and shit. Thanks for having me. I appreciate y'all. You know what I mean. Peace, love, and respect. Yeah, Canada's dope man. Word. You know what I'm saying. So basically, yeah. what I'm saying is like I do music for me first, man, and then the fans and they end up loving it. So that's how I started out. That's what I continue to do. I'm gonna do it for me first, and then if y'all, you know, y'all happen to love it, it's, it's of course it's for you. you Got it down. Yo, so you know, having that traditional woo sound, right, and then uh-huh. having that transcend into today's relevance. How, how how did you mess with that of the the sound? Cause you see how the damn sound, even artists are mad different of today. You know what I mean? Yeah. How'd you keep it moving in, in your way and still keep that that true dom element, but 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 be relevant to today like that? I don't even know, bro. You just gotta grow with the times. You know, you keep yourself around. You got your little young cousins and, and young cats. That's you know, crew of nephews and crew and. They got the young slang, and then, you know, and you just keep going on, bro. You keep yourself. I call, I call them my young gunners. So keeping your young, young gunners, gunners. Right. yeah, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, they keep you. They, you know, they got the new slang. They be like, "Yo, what's late, Unc? You know, maybe come out with something." At first, it was just, "Yo, what's Gucci?" They got that, you know. And you just stay. That's all yeah. it is, because hip hop is a slang. You know, we slang slingers. You know what I mean? So whatever's, you know sound dope we you know we throw it in there you know mix it up with some uh verbs you know what i mean and, and and that's what it is but um nah man just you gotta just keep your ear to the streets man really and i mean i'm still in tune man i still go to the chicken spot in the hood right in the projects you know what i mean i still i still you know i'm, I'm still moving and shaking and baking man i'm still i'm still around everything you know i'm not i'm not up in the hollywood hills bro i'm in i'm you know i'm in the grain still so, so you still right there in staten island though I'm I'm not Shaolin, I'm in Shaolin, but I got you know, I I I got I got little 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 hideaways and everything. Like no doubt, no doubt. Hey, you do know? they still do they still have the mill? The can it all be so simple mill? They still got they, the mill. They, they did it. They did it over. Now was um they did it. The uh, Gano Grills are. Uh, Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores, so stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores, so stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. 
Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. He did another mural right here. I had game on the show. Oh, yeah. I, I had him on the show. Blessings to that yeah, brother. Yeah, Yes, and, and yes. When they did yes. that, he did a fresh mural, you know, for the joint. You feel me, bro? Yeah. And and he did the the the, the uh, graphics to the last woo, the new woo album, the last one as well. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not familiar. I'm not sure about that, but he he told you that's what it is. Oh yeah, yeah. We talked about when he was on the show. On the show though, Shizzle, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Had him on the show. Had him on the show too. Word, word, word. That's what um, it is. It was peace. Yeah, so that's awesome. So the mirror's still up, man. I would love to come and check, man. That's a classic. That's a classic. Where, spot. where you at? Where you where you where you at right now? We in Florida. I'm in Sarasota, Florida. The show is actually in Tampa. It's I'm in, in Tampa, Tampa, Florida. Oh yeah, well that's my family, man. My my family's out there. My sister, my mom's. You know what I mean. My nieces and nephews. Everybody's out in Tampa, man. Love y'all uh-huh. guys. Man, if y'all tuning in, man. Peace to the whole fam. Yeah, everybody out there, man. We tamp it up out there. So um. Remember I had told you I had met Shy. Shy had came down here to Sarasota. So did Kappa. Kappa Donna came down too. Mm. Well, I, I, I got a chance to share a tree with, 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 with Kappa. Let's say. <laughs> well, that was cool. I had met, met them. Kappa, I was just with Kappa you know, in the studio not too long ago, man. Shout out to Kappa Donna, Poppy Wardrobe King. No yeah. doubt, no doubt. And his manager, Cal, Cal Dawson, I'm re- I'm cool with Cal. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Just That's had Cal on recently as well. So, well, That's what it is. Yeah, 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 peace, peace, peace. So, man, you keeping it moving, you know what I mean? Um, Won't you let them know one more time about that new album that's dropping December 25th and where they can check that out? Yeah, well, listen, man, T4 at your front door is coming to you on uh, Christmas Day, 12-25-20. Featuring Method Man, Shaheen, Shabam Sadiq, Jojo Pellegrino, Recognize Ali, Trife Diesel, Bugsy the Guard, and Tommy Whispers. All my bros are spitting fire. It's not one garbage spitter on my album. We all spitters and we all hitters and we coming for y'all on Christmas Day. That's going to be my gift to you, Napalm Recordings. Um... Go check out my uh, my YouTube, subscribe. Everybody go subscribe because I got a big video coming uh, soon. Napalm Dom YouTube channel. And they can get all the music. All my music's available right now, man, on, on uh, Apple Music. All my past albums, my discography, everything. But you can get it. The best way to get it is on dompacino.bandcamp.com and napalmmusic.bandcamp.com. Word up, man. Uh, the Shizzle Show. Thanks for having me, Dax. One love. Not Appreciate y'all, bro. brothers, biz. Um, Terrorist shit is a napalm world, baby. Stamp it on your neck. That's what's going on. Word, word. Definitely appreciate having you, brother. Anything you got to say? Any shout outs? Any last words? Just shout out everybody, man. The whole Wu Tang, the whole Killer Army, all my fam, the whole Staten Island, Shallon, the Grain, all the universal love for everybody across the uh, globe, man. The nations of gods and earths, uh, my family, and everybody who really rock with me, man. Go, uh, go share. The album cover, go share everything I do right now. Just don't like it. Like the like is cool, but go share everything, man. Go share it. 
and, and, and you know, really go support, man. Because like I said, we can't do this. We can't. I can't continue to do this without the support of y'all brothers, man. That's the truth. No now, and y'all go check out that brother's visuals on YouTube as well. Because you got a lot of videos. You got a lot of visuals. Let them know real quick, Dom. One more time on YouTube. Napalm, check Dom, them out. Napalm Dom YouTube channel. Go subscribe. Just go and, ain't not, and hit the notification bell, too, because... You can subscribe and not ever get notified if you don't hit that little that little notification bell. So hit the notification and, and go show like I got I got I don't know how many man 20 30 videos on there. You're not going to stop. The entertainment's not going to stop and we're doing a lot of stuff right now. You're going to be notified first when a new video drops and everything and I got a big one coming soon. It's going to be gorgeous. Um yeah, like bro, I said, man. And they crispy. The visuals is crispy, and you said you was doing a lot of that? that I'm, doing, right? I'm doing all of that. That whole bit of shit is crispy. I'm, I'm, I'm not playing right now. And if people need some film work too, man, go holler at me. You know how to get me. Get me on the um, – go follow me on the gram, real Don Pacino. Go uh, follow me on the book, Don Pacino. Uh, what else? Uh, Twitter, real Don Pacino. Just follow me on, on, on um, social medias. Everybody go check me out, man. Follow me, show some love. But yeah, if you need video work, Napalm Films, my company, we do that, man. You see the same quality that I'm dealing with? I'm, I'll hook y'all up, man. We'll take care of you, straight up. One last question, and I'll let you go, brother. Will there ever be another Killer Army collaboration? Man, peanut butter and jelly. Always gonna have somebody come out here last minute with that boy. You know what I mean? Look, killer army beat boots. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna tell you right now. I like to say never, man. You know, I'd like to say never, but you never know what the future holds. So I ain't gonna even say that. But it, it, it's very unlikely, man. I, I hate to disappoint brothers, but unless somebody come out, somebody smarten up and come out with a nice, beautiful bag and make everybody feel happy. It ain't going to happen, man, because, you know, I'm working too hard on building my brand right now to take uh, steps backwards, man. When Brothers is a lot to it, man. It's not just about money. It's about the mind state and, and where dudes are, man. You know what I'm saying? But That's I'm true. here. I'm on this plane right here. And I, like and the energies and word, word. I'm flying right now. I'm moving. You see me? Y'all people see the energy. I'm moving because I can. I don't right. have to. I don't have to you know, wait on nobody or tell them this or have an argument to get my vision across. I just fly. Wow. And it's looking fly. It's looking dope. I'm feeling good. My energy's right. Anybody right. who builds with me knows I get the job done. You summons me to do a job. It's done. It's clean. Everybody's happy. You know, I do right. good business. My bridges right. are never burnt. And, and I can't say that to, for everybody, man. So like that's, that. I'm leaving on that note. You feel me? Right. I can right. only do what I can do as a man, man. I want to be judged at the end of the day by my character. Not by the character of others. And that's it. Terrorist shit. Love y'all, man. Thanks for having me. Shizzle Show. Appreciate you, Dax. Uh, appreciate the reach out, man. I'm here. I told you I'll come through for you. I got you. Another When we get things back circulating, we'll see if we can get you down here in Florida, brother. Let's down do something. Tampa. You say you got fam. You know what I mean? We I love to have you in the face. I definitely there. got me and my fam. We got a house out there. We good, man. Everybody's good, man. The family's good. Oh, we got good. the rock when you come down, brother. For yeah. real. Yeah. For sure. That's what's for up. Sure. That's, That's 100%, man. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. Appreciate you, homie. Salute, man. Yo, yeah. terrorist oh. shit. No Peace. doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Peace. Peace, family. That was hard. Word. That was hard. Word. I like that. I like that yeah. when we have good ones. See, we were able to still create that certain energy um, virtually, you know, yeah. without us being actually at the station. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, Biz, what's it's up? Bye. Right, come off a of mute.
Yeah, it was a good show, brother. Yeah, without a doubt, dog. Appreciate you, homie. Yeah, bro. Peace. Peace. For sure. Whatever, whatever you need, man, just holler at me, all right? No doubt. No okay, doubt. Y'all do me a favor. Blast that music and, and just promote, you know, whatever you I got, got you. you on that end. I got right. you. I got right, you. Right, you brother. being really protection, right. brother. Peace to all of y'all, man. Peace. Sir, peace and blessing. One love. Be easy. Peace. Hey man, that was a good interview, bro. That was you guys. Hey, that's hard. I love that shit. I love that shit. Like I feel good after it. So I know them shits be good. Word. <laughs> hey, we wooed out too with hey, the gold boo. Rob brought it. Yo, word, word, word. That's, that's just, stuff. That's you know, good. Know, that's so good. Hype. I hopped on, man. I, I I was playing some of his music in the background and shit like that while he was trapping it up with him. Um, yeah. we would have played it, but it, the musical sounds distorted in the back and shit when we play music virtually. Yeah. So yeah. that's why, but it's yeah, the technical part of the jump, man. When when you have more than one person talking, or you got stuff going on, man, it it fucks everything up. And with RZA, what he was what he was going through during his first battle was he was running an iRig through his shit, and certain iRigs only work certain ways. So like, it doesn't spit it back. Well, can you give us some of that real technicality shit? Yes, it's technical shit. It fucks it all up because of the way it's built, it, it centers on whoever's talking so that it's not noise all in the background and mess everything up but man yeah. man to hear the knowledge coming from somebody who has lived it man is all is, is yeah. dope yeah. you know what i mean yeah word hey y'all so for my sizzle show world all my viewers this is everybody y'all hear a bunch of the mixes all the time you know when we go to take breaks and you know y'all hear the mixes this is my brother right here gator fly ride this is my man who blesses y'all with them awesome sounds, them awesome mixes that cater to the artists that he gets it in on, man. And y'all see the mixes is like 20, 30 minutes. So he digs deep into various different artists catalog to come up with the, the marvelous tracks that bring forth on the Shizzle Show. You know what I'm saying? So y'all never get to see my brother. And he's been rocking with me for years. I never get to see him. So this is right, right. Yeah. It was up to the show so well, my brother. Hey, man, I appreciate it, man. Uh, I just love dope old music, man. This is this is what I, this is how it bumps. You know, we go, me and Dax go way back, like socks on a microphone. As huh. a man, we go way, way, way back, man. That's so my brother right there. Y'all see him. And we, you know, we always, we always, music is one of the things we first connected because we're both woo heads from the jump. Word. You know what I mean? And being down south in Florida, being a woo head, like woo was big. Don't get me wrong. Everybody, everybody knew him, but it wasn't the same. You know, there was so much other sounds going on that, you know, you had people were more likely to be bumping Master P than they were to be bumping Ray. You know what I mean? Well, so, like down like, here, true, true. Because we're in the South. That's just how it is. Not, and it's not fully like that. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying everybody was like that, but we connected on that and. I'm just, be, uh, I'm a huge, hip-hop is the soundtrack of my life. That's what I love. I love, you know, I love music in general, but hip-hop, that's that's what I love. I'm a historian. I love the stories. And I go, I, I research, you know, I read, I got some great books, man, some great books with people that you've already interviewed with and and people you know, Miss Wendy Day, man, she's a legendary. Uh, oh, shout out. Uh, Her and, and Aunt Tony Guidry, boom, uh, you know like, what I mean? You don't really realize some of the people that you, you know that you chopped it up with that have a big part of hip-hop so for me being such a big yeah. fan and and 
you know, just loving to do it and being a DJ since, man, I, man, that's the first memory I can remember, dog. I saw. Yeah, man. That's I, awesome. I saw, and go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Biz. I was just going to say, man, I saw Run DMC with Aerosmith. You know what I mean? Growing up as a kid, it was hard necessarily. I didn't get it, like, that was that first Run DMC, Aerosmith. And you see how you say that? Run DMC, Aerosmith. I got UTFO and the Fat Boys. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Our yeah, hip hopness. Yeah. yeah. And first yeah. time I saw that video and I saw Jam Master J, I swear to God, you know that mean? was the first thing, first time I knew I wanted to be a DJ. I wanted to do that and I wasn't going to stop at nothing, man. I bought my first turntable when I was like 15, first job, man. I got robbed, bro. I paid like $400 for a shitty belt driven table. It didn't have no needle. The mixer was battered. The only reason I bought that motherfucker is because it had Wu Tang slip mats on it. I saw them <laughs> slip mats, bro. I had to buy that shit. I didn't give a fuck. It was done. I didn't know what yes, I needed. Y'all. Rye comes from vinyl. Rye can chop it up on vinyl. So the stuff that y'all are hearing, you're doing that on vinyl or 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 you no. No. I, no. I don't use vinyl anymore. I can't. From that. Rye, I remember when you used to practice yeah. with the records, bro, in with real vinyl. You feel me? So oh, he's yeah, a real know. DJ DJ. The roots, the roots that I got are real vinyl. I, that's what I started on. That's how I, you know I went from belt driven, which people don't know, a, a technique. It's it's done by magnets, so it's called direct. Twelve hundreds. Twelve hundreds. There's no belts. So with belt driven, what happens is the belts wear out so long, so then the record doesn't stay constant with the speed every now and then. It'll be go slower and then back. So right. the belt driven. But that'll so change the BPMs. Huh? Yes. That changes the BPMs, huh? Yeah, well, it changes the tempo. So it, it does yeah. change the BPM. It also changes the, the pitch. But yeah, right. I, the knowledge that you learn from that is the same base. I took that old school knowledge. I use new mediums, you know, digitally MP3 plus records are heavy as fuck. I would love to have a room full of records. You wouldn't be surprised how it smells. Some people would think it's stinky. It feels very comforting to me, like when I smell that, because, you know, them sit them. Them old record, them old record and vinyl, and some of the old no, school no, guys, vinyl. Jimmy O, Sandman, they'll tell you a room full of vinyl, it's got a smell to it. Especially if people used to smoke in that bitch, bro, it smells a little bit like the club, but that's that's part of the vibe, you know what I mean? It's got that, it's got that vibe to that's it. That's some real that's DJ like, shit right there you giving us. Go ahead, bro. That's a, that's a, a old head shit. But I bring that with the music. When I do the mixes, man, I go in with the, it's, everything's got to make sense. You know what I mean? I try to bring... Not just the music, because a lot of DJs now, they, you know, they're putting down mixes that are dope. They're or, you know, they're doing their thing. My my thing right here, because of how I am, I, I gotta be me. So because I'm such a history history buff, I bring that knowledge to it. So when I do a mix, I'm I'm trying to bring some of their their most popular songs. I'm trying to bring my favorite songs, and then I cut it in a little snippet so that. You know, I got an hour-long show, and I, I got my show. It's called Throwback Fanatic. We own about ten different stations around Throwback the country. Throwback Fanatics. They've heard it. They so heard I, a tag. I'll sneak it in there. They um, hear a tag, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. But with that, I wanted to be able to have different stuff. And the show's all about the birthdays. Y'all can check me out on my Instagram or on my Facebook. Facebook, DJ Gator Ryan. Instagram, Gator.Ryan. Every day, I post a on this moment and on this day in hip-hop history. And of course, where and when you can find the shows and the mixes. I'm on Mixcloud, SoundCloud, all that shit. Um, but I try to bring that so I'm reminding you. 
Now, with with that, a lot of people... I'm going to be right back because I got something to say. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. About the South and, and, and how New York really influenced the South and how the game changed when Andre said the South got something to say. So I'm, ahead, I'm, we got time. Go ahead. We tell okay. him. No, I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him finish. Part of the reason I'm gonna let him finish because I yeah. gotta go to the bathroom real fast. That's what I got. Go I'm gonna yeah, come I, back. I gotta go I to the bathroom. Why finish chopping it up All with right, us? Yeah, right. I'm coming right back because he. Why, can't brother? Eat. And when you come back, now, don't get me wrong. Just because I'm a Wu fan doesn't mean the Outcast wasn't is in my top. But it started in the north and the south had to study the west and the east before the south got respect. But I'm gonna I'm speak on that in a minute. I got to, I got some knowledge too. You know what? I, I roll I roll you know yeah, I roll with some for ATL stuff. I got some knowledge on that too. Because with, with, with when bro when Andre three said what he said at the Source Awards the same time when that Suge Knight shit went down, that same same evening. The South really did have something to say. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> Outkast, Andre 3000, and Big Boy, they did their thing, bro. Hey, man. The South has been had they something to say. They just were really yeah. They've been awesome. Because, because of where it was from. Also, you know, at, at that moment in time, a lot of the music that was coming from the South, from ATL, from, you know, down Florida, it was party music. And at that moment in time in particular, you had Big, you had the West Coast, East Coast, Pac, you know, Death Row, Bad Boy thing going on. Nobody wanted to talk about party music anymore. So when they look at, like, bass music, and for real, bass music, that was some of the first shit. You look at Luke, Uncle Luke. Yeah, they call it booty shaking music, but that's what we talking about. You're right, bro. That's how it all started in the South, really. You know what I mean? It was looked down upon. And here's the thing about that. (laughs) And 69 Boys will tell you about that as well. You know, when when the South was playing was looked down upon and you had some of the bass artists that were coming out, bass artists couldn't get a deal. Bass artists couldn't get record play or radio play on the on the radio because it was looked down upon because it was like party music, right? But what happened was a big burst for that was you have you remember back in there, I know you from New York, so I know you know music uh what is it, music box TV or where you would call in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah, with were, Ralph, Ralph McDaniel's joint. Yeah, there were moments, in, and that's how some of the bass music people had gotten signed because all of a sudden they had they had this sound that got kept kept getting requested, and people would pay to play. And there were times where those songs from bass artists were the number one song that was there because that was the only place people could hear it, unless you were a DJ and you had the record and stuff like that. That 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 uh Hey, her, man, hey man, I hope I didn't touch on something. I'm a, I'm from the South. I was a kid. Don't get me wrong, I love the South now. Now I know you do, but see the thing is, see, since I'm from Florida, because I grew up in an era where it's almost like, you know, I grew up on the and, and he spoke on it, you know, the two live crews, the um the JT Moneys, uh all yeah, JT Money helped transcend. Shout out to my brother JT too. He yeah. helped transcend some things. Go ahead, go ahead. 
Right. And, and the thing about it was it, it really reminds me of uh, like the Negro Leagues before somebody got a chance to go major. Because you had a lot of people before Jackie Robinson who had a lot of talent but didn't get the opportunity to be in the league. You know what I'm saying? And that, I felt like that's how the South was before mm-hmm. Outkast really transcended the game. Because you had yeah. a lot of people doing a lot of different things and it wasn't like anything else. It wasn't like something you heard from the West. It wasn't like something you heard from Texas. It wasn't like something you heard from uh, New York. And, and everybody respects what they were doing, but it seems like the South, because, you know, you got it out the mud, you know, it came from the bottom. You know, Drake made the song, you know, started from the bottom, now we here. But literally, the people in the South, even if you went to, like, the Civil War and stuff like that, the people from North came to the South because they wanted to, uh, you know, kind of just get away from things. But the South is 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 hard. It's gritty. It's you know where the blues you know are born. A lot of Northerners, when their heritage, they go back to chase their lineage. They descend yeah. from the South. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Exactly. They was getting away North, from that slavery and about all, and all that shit that was popping off down here. You and it's I mean? funny because that I think that has a lot to do with the, the mentality. Because the people who had the means and the resources to es- escape these situations, they left. They went north. They went west. And it's kind of like they look back at the south like, hell, I'll never go back there. And you almost see some some traits of that with the music, ironically, because it's kind of like that poor cousin who, you know, isn't really connected to the community, but everybody else is kind of in a better position. And you, and we felt that musically in the there south. There might have been that stigma biz now. Shit, the South is popping. Now, now. Before, before it popped before off, it, you know, you could see that with one of the one of the first big MCs to come out of ATL, and he didn't really go anywhere, but he was an ATL legend, Kilo Ali. Man, Kilo Ali was one of the guys that he inspired Goody Mob, he inspired Outkast, uh, and he had like he had the hits that was going on in Atlanta, but you couldn't hear him nowhere else. And I think a lot, and, and we face this coming from the South as well, too. Not as much so much as, you know, I think at that moment in time, certainly with ATL, is anybody from a big city, they from New York, they from, you know, L.A., California, the West Coast, you know, you look at Chicago. When they come down South, they automatically think country, you know, because there is a lot of country down here. So when they look at somebody from down South or they looked at that music scene from, at, from down South, they thought it was all nothing but country motherfuckers doing country ass shit. You know what I mean? But back in the day, let's not get it twisted. Freak Dick was here. You know what I mean? So Hell yeah. The classic. For real popping. Black, Black yeah. Beach in Daytona. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And so you had that, you had that part, and it goes back for me, it goes back to, I feel like, you know, a lot of the, the Southern style stuff was looked down upon in the beginning because it had that party vibe. And it wasn't it wasn't so hard, especially in the '90s era. You know what I mean? In that '90s era, you had to either be, you know, hard from the east or hard from the west, and, and sea walking. You know what I mean? Anybody in between, they like people weren't really unless yeah, you were you already established. You couldn't forget the Jermaine Dupri's, and you know what I mean. Certain establishments they had popping off. Legend. You know what I mean? Jermaine, Jermaine Dupri, by the way. Thing. Like was, okay, Will Smith. Now, now I wanted to say this because it's kind of like. There's a double standard there. Will Smith, first uh, rap artist to win a Grammy. He came from Philly, but he wasn't hard. So between that time frame and like 1990, 91, 
there was this era of it was a transitional shift. Now, the South wasn't getting heard. That may have had to do more with um, just major markets in, in terms of being recognized as a, a major a major outlet. I, I won't put it all on uh, people just ignoring the talent. It may have been a, a marketing syndication type situation. Back then, it wasn't the same. But I think once things changed to gangster rap, they kind of locked in for like, I would say maybe 91 to like until Pac died. And it was like all of that art until Outkast from the South kind of got ignored. Um, Not the ghetto boys, though. Now, the thing about the ghetto like, boys. You, you though, say, there's still some hard street shit from back then. Go ahead. Unless you're a hip hop head and, and UGK, I think they got like mainstream. Yeah, they got their credits a little bit later than they actually should have. Because they got it, they got it, it, was, from it was east and west for a nice you period. Had, of time. Hey, you yeah. had eight ball and MJG coming through too, and they're eight I mean, and MJG. coming out hard was one of the greatest hip hop albums that ever dropped. That bitch was but hard, too, hard. But, but yeah. like both was saying, it's more of underground shit, more well, street it was, shit. Underground it shit. It's NY was like that. It was more of street shit, and then you got the commercial shit. Go ahead though. Go ahead though. And and the thing about it is, it's 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 ironic. That that term, bottom or, or or underground, really, like New York takes advantage of it by the mixtape, but like in the South we have to live that out, and it, and we don't get the same type of uh, props for living that out. Like a mixtape drops in New York, they leak it. It's on you know K Slay. It's all over the place, and then they say you know it's underground Especially or it's hard. Go ahead. Yeah, but in the South, it's like it's almost like you, you, you until P, until P. Y'all didn't really have that. Y'all didn't have Southern mixtapes. There, there was none. No. Now there, there weren't a lot. It was it's for the Southern the the artist movement and what they had established that put them on. Go ahead. Now, now in Texas they had it's it like going like a or something shit like that. But we talking about other than that. Go ahead. Go ahead. It was almost like underground. You're gonna say something too, right? You down at the bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you when you look from the the south, the big guy that that was big in the south, at least in eight in Atlanta, you had you you got to go with DJ Jelly, man. DJ Jelly was one of yeah. his mixtapes were everywhere. If you don't get a chance to, I highly recommend looking yeah. up DJ Jelly his mixtapes. Yeah. And then you you know you had from. Because I look at it as the South, but I do look at it as differently back. because... You're getting back to like so the, the DJ Toop days and back then. Yeah, you had Toop, you had Drama, because you remember Drama was actually from ATL as well, too. And yeah. he met with, with Toop. Drama, with drama got on with the mixtapes. Now, they did have mixtapes because Drama. I'm sorry. That was, I, I, that's right, Drama. But that was... Drama when was I'm talking mixtapes, mix and when I think Herb is talking mixtape as well, too... You know, in the 90s, in the 80s, those big metropolitan areas had mixtapes that were selling. DJ Clue, yeah. Kid Capri, Kid Capri. He's from the Kid he's Capri. from the mid, the early 90s. You Tony know what Tits, I mean? Doo-wop tapes, yeah. all in drinks. Love Bug Starsky. Yeah. If you get a chance to check anything out too, man, make sure you check out Love Bug Starsky. That live performance of him. Yes, how he was it did pop. Song. Drama. Hey. Drama is what helped pop off fucking mixtapes in in, 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 in like Atlanta and all that. It was right, drama so that got, helped that. So but I got something to say tip, with, with the drama. mixtape tip on a on I'm a big, bigger scale. Cause they had them in the street in the street, 
back when you talking about the DJs, you was talking about like two and your boy yeah. before that, Jelly Roll, Jelly, and all that. DJ Jelly, yeah. Yeah, not so, Jelly Roll, excuse me, Jelly, yeah. So, with, right. with, and I got to say this, because for me as a DJ, when I look back, when I look at the change of how a DJ does a mixtape, now when I do a mix, when I you hear a mixtape, it's two parts, right? I'm actually blending the music together myself, I'm putting it together. But there's also a second part that's post-production, where I make it crispy, I line the songs up, that way I can spend all the time making it perfect and make it the best possible product for you, right? And I, and I don't sit down, when you hear these mixes, uh, I don't even hide it, I don't lie from it, that's me mixing, but I'm not sitting down doing one straight mix, that's one 20 minute mix, that's it. No, I put some time into it and it's afterwards. You saw post-production really kick off more when Drama started doing stuff. When he approached his mixtapes, they were like albums, they weren't a mix on a tape. When you look at what Doo-Wop was doing, when you look at what Kid Capri was doing, that was a mix, a live mix, right then and there, and they were doing that. Drama came through with a different aspect. And now, yeah. I'm a big fan of what they did, changed, changed the game, it, it got a lot bigger. But yeah, I Ryan, drop that knowledge on them. The DJ. Hey, I, 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 let me know when you finish, because I want to co-sign what you said 104. Keep going, right? Keep dropping as, them. Go ahead. As a purist, strictly as a purist, now, I, I've moved past it. I had, I don't want to say it was hate, because it wasn't, I don't ever hate nobody for music, you're expressing yourself. But as a purist DJ, that shit had hurt my feelings when I would hear somebody that would talk about being a DJ. And we know, we personally know a couple of motherfuckers, and I ain't gonna say no names, that are DJs. Not anybody you rock with now. All the people you rock with now are solid 100. But we know some people oh, yeah. back in the day that they said right. they were DJs. They don't DJ. They nah. don't DJ. Motherfuckers just play music. I got problems with that shit. Right. I got problems. Play music. Right. Right. So you saw that with drama. But here's how, for me, how drama had changed it is <clears throat> it wasn't just him playing songs necessarily. He was getting exclusive stuff. He was working on, there was a theme to it. It was an album. So for me, all that is, is that gets the pass. But there's a lot of DJs out there that'll just go grab their songs. They don't know how to DJ one lick. They throw it together and now they're, they're DJs. You know now they're I mean? DJs and shit. Yeah, bro. Word. I'm, right. I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna be quiet on that one because it's it's so much of that going on. If I really started to talk, I couldn't mute myself. Like, oh, well, you know, fabrication. It's, yeah, you know, I, it's, I, I just, I just I can't, I can't speak on it because it's like the people who do the art, they do the study, they do the research. You know, a person's gonna ask you, you know, uh, freestyle. What does that mean? Like, what what are we talking about? Like, if the person can't answer what that means, what what are the categories? What's the differentiation? Are we talking about writtens? Or are we talking about off the dome? Like, are we talking about battle league? You know, what are we what are we talking about specifically? Some people just think if you make the crowd go, ooh, that means that you did something. And it's like there's different levels to that stuff. And there's definitely different levels to DJing. The people who are able to make a mix. Hell yeah, there is. Man, when, they, when they can change the energy in the room, it's like chemistry. And it's like an explosion with chemicals and elements that haven't been actually formed before, before you put all of those things together. And they yeah. understand that. They know how to read a crowd. Ryan does. He's a real one. To. There's, and there's, yeah. you brought up, hey man, Herb, you brought up a great point with <clears throat> how you have your different MCs that come from different ways. As a DJ, you're 100% correct. There's different DJs 
different styles, different ways they go about it. Also, you know, when I'm in a different setting, I'm going to perform a different way. If you catch me live when I'm out spinning at the club, look, man, I'm there to make money. I'm there to make the, my club owner money. So the stuff that I play is going to be different than some of the stuff you hear in my mixes. I'm going to yeah. approach it a different way as well, too. You know, there's ups yeah, and bro. downs. You, know, you can't play a wedding way. like you do a bar mitzvah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, right. I go, you know, when you have a club night, I used to go in and hit it with all the all the bangers as hard as possible. And I had I had one of my club owners come up to me and say, hey, look, man, look, well, you, you got to help me out here. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, my, we're here to sell drinks, okay? So you can make people dance and do all that. But at some point, you're going to need to change it up yeah, so bro. that either the people take a break or they go get a drink. I got to sell some drinks. If I don't sell no drinks, you don't get paid. And so it's a wave, man. I get people rocking, 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 rocking. Then I slip something up, change it up just enough so that if you don't like this, you're going to go get a drink, you know? Hey, Ryan, I want to take them back real quick, you know what I mean, for our 941ers out here, you know what I mean, the people that listen. Uh, and for our demographic, there used to be a, a, a particular club that was here in our area that was called Club Heat. Yeah, man. Yeah, and Club Heat. Rye used, oh, used to super duper, I, it would be call it turn up back in the day at Club Heat. And um, one of my brother's influences, and I want to say RIP to this legendary DJ, you know, in the Tampa Bay area, his name was DJ Trauma. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And my man, I know my man Rye, he got like an autograph record from him or something. I remember you got yeah. that record from Trauma, Rye. Yeah, he. And I remember that was a big influence on you, and that was a big dude, a big time influence here in in the in the Central Florida area with DJ Trauma, and this was back when Allie, that girl, was on the radio too, and it was it was ninety eight point seven FM. Now it's ninety four point one, but my man Rye used to get it in with them at a club called Club Heat here in the nine four one, and it was on and super popping. Man, that club was <laughs> media like that. That so club was so much want to talk fun. About that. Go ahead, So Ryan. much fun. And that, hey, the album you were talking about was the, it was a Heineken special. It was called the Heineken Red Star. And the song that everybody's going to know off of that was the DMX with Sean Paul. Here comes the boom. Here comes the boom. Oh, that was, yeah, that was, that was thorough. That was thorough. That was a, uh, a compilation of, from, that song was from that compilation. He gave me that compilation. Uh, a couple of funny stories. Trauma had, you know, first of all, Allie, that girl, I know her. I had known her for a minute. I'd worked with her a couple other times long past before that. Good people. And Allie came from Sarasota too, didn't she? Uh, I'm not exactly no. I don't know where she's from, but okay. they were good people, so, man. We always ahead, had fun, ahead. man. I will say this: the drinks were flowing, and there was one night I was messing around with her a little bit, and Allie don't play, man. She karate chopped me straight in the throat, bro. She was like, bah. Caught me right in the throat. I remember. She was all little. She was all little. Because of that, but because of that, she wanted to make up. She gave me a couple of uh, tickets to the smoking tour, and that's that's the one when you we had thrown you those tickets. You remember you and, and Chuck? That that's how you got that because she karate chopped me in the throat, bro. Okay. <laughs> wow. It's true. And we went to St. Pete at that Tropicana Field Stadium. It was what was the, the last damn show? No, no, no. Last no. damn show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was it last damn show? 
Yeah, they all like Last Damn Show 3000 now. It but was yeah. one of them. And I remember seeing Ludacris, and it was so hard. It was so hard. So you talk about early, early 2000s. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, it was 2000. Yeah. And, uh, you're looking at yeah. like 2003, and we were there. And um, Got you. I, man, I, drama was, a, I was a big fan of drama, and I love drama. And I got the chance, Ali had left, so I got the chance, and let me remind everybody, at this moment in time, your boy wasn't getting paid very much to do this, so I would reclaim some of my payment in booze. So by the time Ali had left, I was at a solid bottle deep of some Grey Goose, and, and I was getting it. I was having fun, and she gave me the mic because Trauma didn't really, he didn't really talk much, it was because he was working vinyl, man, so going back and forth doing that, plus hosting was, the, he just would DJ, so she's like, here, you take this, you host it. And so I tried to do it like she did it, but I don't had too much to drink. By the end of the right. night, Drama ripped that microphone away from me. He's like, man, I like the energy, but you need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> wow. That was one, That's crazy. That was one of those moments I learned. I was like, you know what? Energy can be one thing, but hosting a show, you know, I, I got to come. I learned that. I, I'm performing when I'm there, even though I'm cutting up and I'm having fun. I'm performing, so you know I need to do my job. I got a job to do, and so uh, that was a lesson that I had learned there. They were good people. I won't tell all the stories that I know about that place, bro. That place was crazy. We seen a lot of crazy stuff, man. I was. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Don't need to get into any more about that, man. But it it was fun because you could see me. Anywhere I went around, because I was the loudest, craziest person there, man. I was getting it. I had fun. They had yeah, a couple we'll stripper poles. Great. And I have one rule for a stripper pole. And you guys can tell me if you believe this or not, okay? If there's a stripper pole, no dicks on the stripper pole. A dude yeah, is not yeah. supposed to get up on a stripper pole. So every time a dude would get on the stripper pole, I'd shut the music off, and I'd be like, no dicks on the stripper pole. We did this so much. When a dude jumped on, I'd have five little bitches hopping up. No dicks on the stripper pole. No dicks on the stripper pole. That's how we kick them off. Wow. Gotta go. Have a blast. A blast. That's what's up. A blast. I I just, you know, I had to. Every time I always thought getting you on a ride, I wanted to talk about that on air. We talked about it kind of lightly. You know, right. <laughs> hey, down. There's some shit you don't talk about, bro. There's yeah, some we shit you talk about not, it at least not on life. camera. Yeah. Um, so, no, but we had a great we, time. You know, it, was, it was always super awesome. And, yeah. A great hey, so, time, man. I gotta ask you. What's that, bitch? Is that okay? So, you, y'all went and worked on some of the moves. I saw that today. Y'all re-shooting like the, the second part to 2020. Something like that, oh. right? Ryan, was you going to say something real quick to cap off what we were talking about? Yeah, I, I, I was just going to ask both of you guys a question. Share a story, then ask a question, man. Um, okay. Cause I saw, and then we'll get into the, the CD or DVD you just shared, Biz. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead, I don't want to throw y'all off, but being a no. history buff, being a uh, music fan, being all of that, uh, I had a particular song or album that was my shit. And me and Dax had bonded over this. The fucking Purple Tape. Raekwon's, built for Cuban links only. 
that shit was classic. That was part. That was a big part of, of my childhood growing up. That was my. That was. That was my best album or my favorite album until AT Aliens. But I'm 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 sticking with this one. All right. So I wore that album out so much. I had the tape. I had the real purple tape in my car so much that it was, it was wearing down. It just played and then it flipped and then it played and then it flipped. So I played okay. it so much that the first real girlfriend I ever had, we were out at a date. It was actually at the beach. Shit was super. It was kicking off. And she looked at me and she said, look, if you throw that fucking tape outside and in the trash, I'll have sex with you. And I was a virgin at this time. I had never had sex right. before. Never had sex. Guess what? I stayed a virgin. Hell yeah! Oh, can't do it. Can't do it. too much. The skins, skins were not as important as the purple tape. <laughs> so do you guys my question is this that is a seminal that's a part of me as a person do you have an album or a song that the purple is a, tape. You, as a person and why the purple tape the purple tape red man's red tape i had that one too. he did have a red tape he did have a red tape red tape there the is purple a dark tape side. the red tape the purple tape bro it, it changed my life the purple tape, the purple tape. I'm with you, the purple tape. But, but oh, oh, oh. Herb, how about you, Herb? Only built for two, the, um, the, the 36 Chambers too. the Wu album. Let's just say the Wu album, the Wu album. The Wu album. See, and, and, and see, I'm gonna, I'm gonna isolate it. I have to, I, I have to isolate that question because of, I think of different periods that influence my hip-hop influence like you 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 have you know pre-teenage years and then you have teenage years and then you have you know college years so i'm gonna i'm gonna out of those three i'm gonna choose um if i went if i went pre-teenage years um uh, krs1 Love's gonna get you. That's a good one. Yeah, what, what, what my life changed as a result of, of, of seeing that video, and, and, and then you know, this is this is you know, 87, 86, and the picture was so clear to me. And I'm like, a, I'm, a, I'm a super jet, but I, I, I knew that stories were important because they could change people's lives from that song. So I knew from that moment forward, telling your story was important. Because if you didn't tell your story, people would know uh, what you had been through. And that's pre-gangster rap. That's pre-NWA. That's pre-all of that stuff. So I would say that particular track definitely uh, changed my life. When we start talking about teenage years, it's difficult because so much happened between those years uh you know the Tupac the you know the 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 biggie situation was all in those teenage years um so that's very difficult to answer that time frame um i i honestly probably couldn't answer that 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 answer for the for the middle years because there was so much good music uh coming out but 
I would say the one that probably struck me most around ninth grade was Life's a Bitch and Then You Die. Uh, with Nas and AZ. Lyrically, I mean, it was on par with Eric B and Rakim, and I was like, yeah. "Whoa, yeah, like what? What, what is what? Like what?" I didn't, and, and the thing was, they were teenagers when they made that. Yeah, when you do the research, you're like. How are you talking about dying and you still a teen? I don't live that. I don't live in that environment. I don't, but I, I it, it, here again, those stories, it influenced me as a person because it, it made me think of you only have certain moments to make certain things happen and those, and those moments don't come back. Yeah. And, and it, it changed things. And I think uh, that's a, that's a great point you put. And now no I'm one of the greatest at it. A storyteller will make you see their life like it's your own. You know what I mean? And Nas is one of the greatest at that. You didn't have to be from Queens, but when you heard a Nas album, especially his earlier, it took you, you there. You got that view. You know, for me, uh, that Nas album, it was written, man. I loved it was written. That was that was I love that album. And that was the first time I had heard Nas at that at that moment. I went back, of course, and then I, I heard his other stuff and didn't know that I heard his other stuff and didn't know it was him at the time. But sure. he fit in such a way that, and he got this, a lot of this was from Cool, cool G Rap, had this talent, and an unknown, yeah. or not unknown, but somebody that a lot of people don't talk about. Cool G Rap could spit a, a verse about robbing somebody, and that shit was scary. Like, you would think, like, either you were with him or somebody was walking up on you, you know what I mean? Like, he spit it in such a way that it was like, oh. And Nas had that ability, too, that you felt like you were getting searched by the cops when he was singing about that shit. You felt like you were dealing with some of the shit that he was dealing with, you know, when you were heard that. Another cat that's like that as well, too, from the uh, from the other side was, when I heard some of uh, Too Short stuff, like, you felt like you were a motherfucking pimp when you yeah. were Too Short a little bit because the way yeah. that he did it. And storytellers yeah. are the best at that. Outcast is another one that they did it, and you had, brought, you had brought up something that I just had to comment on. For me, the best MCs, when they spit, are they move me, right, first and foremost. But my very favorites are the ones that I can go back 10 years after, and then I listen, and I really... Still love it. They make and, that timeless music. And then you're like, oh, shit, they were talking about that. Like, it still keeps giving you and giving you and giving you just a little bit more. And those are my favorites. That is what I think is missing from music today. With these one-hit wonder cats, these people, that, I love the fact that anybody can make music and be creative and make it. Nobody has to be a slave to a record company anymore. You can do that shit on your own. But... The bad part about it is you got a lot of people that aren't getting developed. So you got somebody that might make a fluke or have just a little. And that's all you ever hear from four songs. And then you don't ever hear from the motherfucker again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, got to be prepared. Got to be prepared for success. And grow. And you got to be able to grow. And as a storyteller, I think a lot of times now things have changed because it's not the words. It's not the story that the MC spits. Uh, MC now uses his voice more like an instrument, less of a story. And, you know, I can, I can people got these they styles, you know, and it's just not my style. I come from when I want to hear a story. 
but I know a lot of people that love the way how someone spits because their voice now becomes an instrument. Instrument. I can respect it. Drake Drake does that. Drake does that a lot. Does it very well with the, uh, you know, uh, ladies have such an influence on things. I think ladies were forced to respect a real man based upon the stories they told. And it was more fact checking going on back in the day. Like you couldn't say something that you didn't live and, and, and more artists wrote their actual music. Now, you know, it's become, you know, industrialized where people have all these writers and it's, you know, the, the machine is, 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 is manufacturing a product that sounds familiar enough to bob your head. Huh? What's this? You was like, boom, boom. That's money. Money got into that shit. Once yeah. money came yeah. in, then it didn't matter. It didn't matter if you wrote, because back in the day when it started, you had to be able to spit because that's that's what you you had to be able to spit. You it was a standard. Yeah. Standard. Yeah. And now money it's comes standard. and people people would lower their standards because shit, I'm getting paid. I don't give a I ain't got to do this shit. I don't have to be that good. I don't have to work at this because people like it enough to buy it and I, look, I ain't mad at nobody for getting paid. If I could get somebody to get me paid to do that shit, I promise you I'd be doing the same exact shit. I'm just not good at yeah. it. Facts. Authentic. You got to be authentic. That's 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 why I am. You got to be authentic. I cannot be a fan of what you do or what you represent if you're not authentic. If you're not authentic, you're going to change and you're going to switch up eventually. I'd rather not get invested and involved with you. And, and, and intertwine you into my formula because the formula is going to change and when things dissipate, it's going to be uglier because it wasn't for the right reasons. It was for the wrong reasons. It was unpure, unessential, uninvolved opportunists. I, I just can't do it. And, and people don't necessarily value that enough nowadays because they could save themselves a certain amount of heartache by just not getting their heart involved in a process that's not going to serve what you're about. If you're not about that, you know, don't try to live with that and coexist with that because eventually it's going to it's going to irritate your spirit or agitate your soul. So you have to remove yourself from these 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 energies. And, and most of the time we know and we just kind of, you know, it's kind of like dealing with a girl who's very attractive, but really doesn't have the temperament to really stay around long. And, and you try to just stay along, you know, just enough time to kind of get what you want and leave. But you leave with baggage. You leave with um, irritation. And, and you carry that forth into, into new situations where you're introduced to new people. So, I mean, for the people out there in 2021, if you learn anything, you know, keep it essential, keep it organic, and keep it basic. Keep it basic. Like, on a basic level, do you flow with this person? And if you can't flow on a, on a basic level, why would you try to get advanced? If I don't understand basic math, why am I going to go take an advanced calculus course with this cat? You know they're going to fail. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm done with my little rant, but it's it's it's, it's something that you know is 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 is, is it, it resonates something in me because a lot of people fake intelligence. They fake what they know. Like we're having an organic conversation about hip hop, and, and, and we we have an energy because there's certain benchmarks that we check. You know what I'm saying? That he's a student. He, he really loves hip hop. He really lives this. He really, you know, it's just like you go down a checklist and it's just like I leave the conversation knowing 
there's some check marks that Bro Bro already got checked off. And, and, and when sometimes people miss these check marks, we just like, oh well, you know, he was he he's Chisel's man, or or he's this person's man. Like we can't allow people to not be accountable for what they say they represent. If you don't represent it, don't talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Like don't 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 come off like you know a culture vulture. People do that. Yeah, and you know what? I think uh, you pointed it out. Um, but I what I see is being part of that problem, and it and it goes with the intellect as well too. Is you know we have access to all this information now. So you can go up and Google something real quick and you think you're smart as fuck because you Googled something. You know what I mean? Hip hop is like that as well too. You know what I mean? Uh, And people, there's such a mass amount of things now that, you know, people just, it's, it's, it's really short attention span. There's so much stuff out there and people don't go looking for it. You know what I mean? Uh, And I could only say on the organic part, brother, I got to tell you, man, that is the most important thing. And this is why. If you don't listen, don't pretend like you do. And here's why. Some moment in time, odds are you're not going to be able to live. You think you will. You probably won't. So it comes down to that point. Are you doing this because you love to do it? Or are you doing it for alternative reasons to make money? You know, because usually people that are trying to make money. Oh, got to shut that fucking car off. Hey, did he get me? Hey, did, did I? Did I? Is that how you trying to get off? Is that how you like, Ryan, we're done with you? Put the beeper on. He's done. Dude. It's Dave Chappelle. Wrap that shit up, B. Yeah, the fucking beeper, dude. Uh, your boy did a dirty job. You hear it, right? You hear it? Yeah, yeah, I hear it. I'm sure everybody be hearing it. The people can't hear you. Uh, I don't want you to waste your conversation. Uh, and why's that motherfucker got to stay on so long? Okay, there you go. He muted it. Good. He muted it. Appreciate him muting it, bro. Oh, no, uh, no, no, no. No, you know who muted it? Serge. Serge. Yeah. I had to, dog. Tight work, Serge. You had to. I felt... Hey, man, I ain't even gonna lie, bro. It, for a second, it felt like it was the Dave Chappelle wrap it up, B. Like, you put the applause in the background. Like, you're all right, all right, bro. All right, y'all. Wrap that <laughs> shit up, bro. Man, fucking the... Hey, Biz. Your, oh. t- your, your car was beeping like a motherfucker, homie. What the fuck you do? Go get some food or something? We can't hear you. Now you gotta leave it and come back on. You gotta redo the shit. Hey, uh, go but, ahead, Ryan. But D, I gotta say, man, it's been it's 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 been a pleasure kicking it with you guys, man. Oh, you I hope you guys dig dig all the mixes. Biz, I can't hear you right now because it's muted, bro. Yeah. It's great to meet you. It's hope you get a chance now. to cut it up one time and you know maybe maybe blaze a little bit of L. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Jack, yeah. you know we gonna cut it up and chop it up. I do not get. But I'm a I'm a chuck of juice, man. It's good to good to finally cut right, up with right, you guys, man. Love, the, show, the show's great, Serge. Man, you do a great yeah. job. Appreciate yeah. you guys. Right. Yes, sir. Easy. All right, we'll right, talk. Bro. All right, bro, bro. Um, Serge, pop on. All right, Ryan. I'm on. Pop on, Serge. Where you at? Let's see you. But uh, we're not gonna turn the lights on. Yeah, just got back. Yeah. He said, he said, I'm preoccupied right now. <laughs> 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 that fool ain't doing nothing. Let him pop on for a minute. Preoccupied.
Hey, um, yeah, so y'all got a chance to see Rod. That's what's up, because y'all don't get to see Rod. Never. Y'all get to hear him, but yeah. you never get to see him. Hey, um, Rod, I'm like um, Rod. Pop on. So we can talk about because we getting this team. We getting the NBA team. We getting the squad. And they play Emily Arena. And the NBA season, y'all, starts December. I think like it's like December something. Like it's about to come up. Yeah. Until the NBA preseason is starting. And then like the official season season starts like the 22nd. So that's popping. That's coming up. And we here in Tampa. Well, we in Sarasota. I'm in Sarasota. But it's in Tampa. In Tampa, we're supposed to get the Toronto Raptors. We get the Raptors in Tampa. COVID, yeah, yeah. whatever's going on in, in Canada, I don't know about the rules and regulations and stipulations and all that good shit up there. But it's, anyway, the, it's, it's, so, it's them taxes. It's them taxes. <laughs> oh, well. Taxes is why all the teams are leaving. Yeah, like Montreal Expos. There's a reason why they don't have no baseball team no more. Because the taxes up there, they have better health care, but uh, in terms of the taxation. But they, they, they put it more into it is. the people, free health care. There's certain people, there's certain poverty lines that aren't reached there because they're trying exactly. to use that money to nourish the people instead of the fucking the exactly. percentage. So everybody else, they got Bentleys while everybody else got hoopies and shit. You know what I mean? Anyways. Thanks. Um, Thanks. Really, the whole reason why I'm saying it is Toronto Raptors are going to come down and be the Tampa Raptors. <laughs> well, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It really has. That's, that's what they're doing. We're going to get yeah. an NBA squad in a minute. And y'all don't forget um, to check out Power, just like we was talking to Don Patino earlier. Shout out to that brother. Uh, he got the new collaboration with Method Man. Y'all make sure you go check out his album that's dropping on Christmas. You know what I'm saying? And uh, uh, while I was saying it, because Power is on tonight. Ha-ha! The, the premiere of season two, episode one of the new uh, Power. And Mech Man is on the new Power of the, the, the Book of Bell. So that's why I was saying that, too. I just wanted to recap some things while we're talking. And, um, sure. Word. That's what's up. Got my man Big Biz. Um, my man Biz, I saw you earlier, bro. You said you um you was with Bro in St. Pete and y'all yeah. was uh uh beginning some of the visuals for uh twenty twenty part two, something like that. Well, yeah, and the thing about it is it's not really twenty twenty um Part two is more of I'm, I'm, I'm not going to tell the title right now, but what what people have to understand is you know it's it's movie number two for me. The documentary is out. Uh, that's what I was flashing earlier, guys. You could get that DVD right now for five dollars. I'm not trying to hit you over the head. Just inbox me um, at uh, Lee Wood Herb on Facebook. I'm on Instagram B I G H L W or Big Business and Events. Uh, the second movie. And, 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 and basically, people don't know what sometimes happens with an adapted script. Sometimes, based upon situations, you have to modify to enhance what story's being told. And, and this particular story that's being told, it has some, um, some, some, some similarities to uh, what was going on in the 2020 Vision Project, 
but there are some uh, distinct differences. And some of the distinct differences, I'll just tell you one. Uh, one thing that I wanted to do for specifically Central Florida, mainly Tampa, is I noticed that artists, and that would be any form of art, uh, that could be, you know, uh, that could be an R&B singer, that could be uh, a lyricist, that could be someone who does graffiti, who paints, whatever. Artists did not have a vehicle for their, um, their promotion. Well, their artistry and, and, and the promotion is really what was lacking in a vehicle to elevate their success. And okay. one thing, I, okay. I, I, okay. yeah, okay, right. And and I noticed that, you know, based upon you know studying and, and, and doing the research, most of the time, any artist who actually does a, a movie, their stock and their status is elevated because they are seen in a different light to have more than one talent or their, yeah. their talent is accentuated. So, you know, what we're doing is, is more of a, a, a service to the arts uh, than anything else because the team that we built, and I'm not going to name drop everybody because at the end of the day, some people think if I hear this name, I don't want to mess with them. It's, it's, it's organic with this. Uh, we have some new people uh, involved, and, and I'm excited to say uh, we have uh, coming out of Virginia, transplanted to Florida, L quote, L quote, is a thorough uh, lyricist, and he's stepping into um, a major character in this film, and we're right. addressing, oh yeah, definitely, and we're addressing. His name is L quote? L quote. Yes, okay. indeed. Yeah, okay. his real name is Luther, and uh, you know, uh, he brother is, is is lyrically versatile and he's thorough. And um, that's what's up. He 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 he's stepping into this acting realm, already having a certain amount of experience, but also uh, tying together the uh, the struggle that honestly, you know, young males go through between 18 and 26 trying to find themselves and honestly being discouraged from the opportunities that are placed before them. When you're between 18 and 26, usually these are the choices. Go to the college of your choice and possibly just basically go in debt or be, uh, you know, playing ball or, you know, having to, you know, put your body in harm's way to earn a degree which, you know, puts you in a mind state of being less than, or you go directly to work where they're not going to pay you a, a competitive wage, which is very discouraging because it doesn't take into account your intellect or your ability. It takes into account your lack of experience. And, and what most people actually know is given opportunity, those who are excellent excel, but without that opportunity, you're not going to get the, the growth and in, in, in the uh, the wealth that comes along with knowing what uh, your self-worth is. So in those years, you struggle uh, internally to really find out what you're made of, what you want from your life, and, you know, identify the wrong directions to go into. So this is what is going to be discussed in that particular uh, the upcoming film that we're doing. And, um, you know, I'm excited about it had good energy yesterday and uh, you know we still need extras 
uh, for that particular project. So if you're interested, hit the inbox. We'll see what we can make happen. There are limited spots because I would say 80, 85% of the spots are taken. Word, word. Yeah. So uh, went well this weekend. Went well this weekend. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. So, um, January 8th, I didn't even put this out yet, but I'll put it out on your show. January 8th, we're we're in Crowbar. We're actually, uh, I'll just say it this way. We're doing a show, uh, basically it's it's, it's entitled 2021, uh, Good Things, or Great Things to Come. We're kind of celebrating making it through 2020. Uh, a lot of people left this earth or no longer here. Uh, it's going to have a uh, comedian, Ginger Kelly. Uh, we're, we're, we're mixing some, some lyrics and some laughter with this particular show. Uh, L quotes performing as well. I'm going to stop it there because I'm going to release the different people who will be performing as well. We got a dress code for this event. It's, it's, it's winter white and denim. So you got to bring your fly gear, bring out the coach with the, with the fur on or bring out, your, your nice denim jeans that are, you know, Preston Priest. Come fresh, you know what I'm saying? RSVP tickets are available on Eventbrite right now. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, if you come to the door and try to buy the ticket, it's 10 online, it's more at the door. More at the door is just more. I ain't telling you a number. Because of COVID restrictions, this is limited seating. This is limited uh, entrance, meaning that uh, I'm going to drop later on that VIP is available. Guys, this is not just a bunch of performers getting on stage doing boop, 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 boop. You know, then we're going to have people. This is what, and, and I'm starting to get into the comedian thing a little bit because in this time right now, that is what people need. They need the opportunity to laugh, to feel better about life. And uh, mm-hmm. this is what comedians are able to do because comedians are very special in the terms of they have had so much pain. It brings them joy enough to make that their profession, to make people feel better about themselves by relieving that strain of, of, of life. And many of those times is they're, they're actually uh, being introspective about their own pain, about their own experiences, uh, or uh, people who are, are within their social circle or family. So, you know, comedians, uh, we have to celebrate them. We have to celebrate what they do for people, and and, and I want to showcase those. I have been showcasing uh, a certain number of artists as well. Um, I had a, a virtual showcase um, with a cat, Steve Lolly. Shout out to Steve Lolly, all the way out in uh, California. He's yeah. uh, written for uh, Cat Williams. So, uh, and when Cat Williams was popping, popping like '08, '09, King of the Game some of the material that he was composing or, you know, credited with saying was part of what Stephen Lolly prepared for him. I've interviewed, I've interviewed him on transition talks. Um, really great, humble guy. One of the things that he does is during this COVID situation is one thing here is different in California. You know, it's, it's, it's a little bit, the numbers are a little high as well, but he literally to actually, uh, kind of make his soul feel at ease. He literally walks and gives like money to homeless people to make them feel better about their situation. So they're not so uh, hopeless. You know, this is the heart of a comedian who, who does it 
to make people feel better about them, themselves and their own lives. You know, and so it's it's something I'm very excited about. I'm very passionate about this lyrics and laughter, great things to come. Uh, show shout out to Tom for uh, for letting us have a crowbar and, and kind of bring something a little bit different than the people are used to expecting. I, I anticipate it being a great event. Uh, Shiz, I hope you can make it out. It's, it's at Friday, 7 to 11 on January 8th. So if you can mark your calendar, I would I definitely appreciate you being there. Uh, January 8th. So um, that's enough. I mean, I could tell them more, but um, I'm, I'm good. I'm good, you know, working on the movie. Got the show coming up January 8th. Transitions Talks is, is, is back uh, next week. Uh, with a new guest, new information. Uh, the numbers are, are growing, and I think it's, it's one of those things next year we're going to try to turn the corner on some things. And, and, and we appreciate your support, but I'm going to be very honest, very transparent. The things that we do require money. And I think that people who uh, are businesses especially, businesses need to advertise with your show. They need to figure out a way to become more involved with what you're doing because the best way to get a word out is word of mouth. I know commercials are great, but if word of mouth is happening, you know, things people see sparks a conversation, things people hear on your show spark a conversation. A lot of businesses started in 2020 and a lot of businesses went out of business in 2020. And if you want your business to be one of the businesses that actually stays in business, what are you doing different to get the word out about what your product is? This is a great platform for people to get that word out, especially through testimonials, especially through syndication, especially through um, having it go to multiple different outlets like the iHeartRadio, like uh, Google Play. Uh, so people need to take advantage of the platform that you offer. I appreciate you having me on the show. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things where people don't understand not having a voice until things like radio, television, podcasts are no longer covering what they have to say. So I, I recognize that. I appreciate that. And if you're a business owner, you need to take advantage of that before that opportunity is no longer there. I agree with them 100%. And I appreciate the love. You know what I mean? Facts. 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 That's what's up. Um. If you have anything that you want to say, anything else? No, I just I just appreciate the people who uh, who rock with uh, 2020 Vision Media and Film uh, this entire year. You know, we did a lot of work this year, and we try to take it higher, but we will need the support. I, I, I'm, I'm not even talking about it too much, but uh, people need to understand without marketing and promotion, some of people's projects don't go or travel as far as they can I'm going to actually and I'm, I'm, I'm not a prideful person but I don't like asking people for things unless I feel it's you know essential or very necessary I think that many things that we do uh, don't get the credit because they don't get the views they don't get the eyes that should be on these things so I think that this I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a, a crowdfunding thing to promote what is happening with 
this project, this film project, once it's complete, I want to be able to uh, have it go virtually across the United States, and that requires a little assistance. And I'm just going to put that out there. Um, people like being fans of others' work, but at the end of the day, uh, if you're my fan, that's cool. But I just want enough um, respect and possibly... If you admire me, that's fine. Respect. If you respect what somebody does, if you respect them as a human being, if you see them in need, if you see them trying, you know, doing things uh, to, to, to advance, not just themselves, but the, the, the betterment of other people, anything that it just involves me at this point is no longer worth doing. It has to involve other people. So you're not just, you may see my face, but understand if I'm making a movie, how many people are involved in that? We're talking about 15, 20 people. Uh, trying to take the lead and make 15 or 20 people's lives better based upon what they bring to earth in life and fruition. So I don't want people to think it's about me. It's really not. I don't need the camera. I don't need the lights. I don't, I don't, I don't thrive on that. I don't need the attention. I'm six foot nine, 250, you know, 280 pounds. I don't, I don't need attention. Um, but I do need to make a difference. And, and that's what, you know, makes me uh, feel like life is worth living. And that's what's up, brother. And yes, sir. You know I, mean? I appreciate you being my brother as well as being on the show. You know what I mean? That's what's up. Facts. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Appreciate yeah. you. Serge over there hiding behind the chisel show logo. Yeah. Yeah, that food's chilling. Yeah, he's chilling. He's chilling, man. Oh, check this out. I want to shout out to my little cousin. Okay, okay. Y'all remember we had little cousin on. My little cousin just uh, he signed this year with this with Cincinnati, with Cincinnati University. They had their first game on ESPN today at three o'clock against Xavier College. Against Xavier. Okay. Word. So yeah. on TV today. Little cousin was on TV today. His name is Saunders Jr. and he plays for um, Cincinnati University. You'll see him with the mean Odell Beckham Bond blowout joint. You'll see little yeah. cousin. That's my little cousin. You know what I mean? We had him on the show. Where we Shout out to him. In his college yeah. dorm. In his college dorm before he started school. So, Correct. you know, he, he played his first game today on um, national television on ESPN today at, 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 at 3 o'clock. So that's that's yeah. the thing. Shout out to little cousin. My little cousin's gonna go to the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's 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 written. It's written. There you go. There you go. Shout out to all our guests, man. Shout out to Don Pacino for joining us live from Staten Island. You know what I mean? Yo, our brother's he's a legend in his own right. You know what I'm saying? A real woo affiliate with Killer Army with with his brothers. That's real blood people. You know, blood. Uh, uh, what would you call them? Um, Blood affiliate? Uh, not not affiliate. No, he he was he was involved with real blood uh, relatives. Okay, who okay. real kin? Because uh, sure. RZA, RZA's little brother, Ninth Prince, was involved with Killer Army, as well as um, I think he said Killer Son, uh, Killer Sin is Power was Power's son, and gotcha. Power was uh, uh, an essential business part. You got to see Power in that one uh, movie with with Mike Tyson 
and um and matter of fact you got to see power you got to see power in belly when when he was like yo my man he was up in the woo store when he was you, you know what i'm talking about i so, i vaguely remember yeah i had to i would have to go back and check the footage but i, I think i know what we're talking about yeah, yeah. He was like, yo, my man was up in the I was up in the Woodward store, and I seen him come in to do it to them. He was in that one movie with uh, Mike Tyson and Robert Downey Jr., and it had Ray Kwan in it as well. <laughs> I forgot what it was called. Damn. And then you got to see Power in the other movie. Anyways. Anyways, man. Yeah. I'm rambling. Shout out to Donald. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was you know, yeah. accurate and getting people was really good. They didn't. They don't even know what the hell I'm even talking about. Only the real cast in the essence even know what the hell I'm even talking about. But it's also keeping it relevant, doing what they're doing now. You know what I'm saying? Salute to to everybody who's on the show today. And uh, that's what's up. Yeah, man. Where's Serge Serge at, man? What's good? He's not going to show his face, bro. I already see that. I got the, uh, I can't turn the, the camera on. All right, but you, but you, okay, you can't, okay. But you know what movie I was talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I know about the belly. Belly. It was on belly. That's what I was saying. It was belly, but you know the movie that had Mike Tyson and Robert Downey Jr. in it? No clue. Ah, shit. It was a, oh, man. And Mike Tyson got mad and he smacked Robert Downey Jr. up. Remember? Because he was bothering him. And it even had your boy, Alan Houston, in it. From, and he used to be the, he used to play for the Knicks. Y'all know what movie I'm talking about. Damn. Dude. I I know the movie you're talking about. I just can't remember the name of it. I don't even remember. I just don't remember what the damn movie was called. But you know what I'm talking about. We saw Power yeah. in that movie, and then you saw him in Belly. Right. He was like, yo, he was up in the Woo store. You ever did boom boom boom? And then he got locked. He got locked up, and they showed him in jail and shit. And he hit the he hit the bone real quick. Hit the cigarette, set it down, and he was talking to um. You talking to X, and X is like, "Why you calling crib?" Oh, you talking about knowledge? Number to the spot, remember? Yeah, he played knowledge. <laughs> knowledge, word. He was knowledge in there. So they know what I'm talking about. But y'all know what I'm talking about, though. You know what I'm talking about? X me animated. Why you calling crib? Why you Don't call, call the crib from the spot. <laughs> Don't call the crib from the spot. See, you know exactly. As, as, soon, as soon as you mention X, you see his old his old mental got very clear. <laughs> wait, wait, real X is right. X is serious, man. Shut up. Yeah. Word. Man, and speaking of X, man, yo, this when I first met Serge, man, Serge had that damn book, X's book that looked like it was not on in, in our old part of the station. <laughs> and he always wanted to meet DMX. Man, we were supposed to meet X because I was on the ma- phone with his manager forever. And then X came to damn Tampa and didn't want to do no press. But uh, uh, shout out to Sandman. Um, Sturge got a chance to meet X, and that's great. I still got that picture of y'all. I saw, that, I saw that picture in the pool hall. Yeah, I remember. With you and X. And you, I think you got the book in your, in your hand, didn't you? Yep. You, Serge? Yes, sir. That's who Serge wanted to meet. So, word, shout out to that. And we just talking about that because, you know, we just talking about that X. Because Serge got to meet X, and that's what's up. Word. Yeah. Word. All right, so that's what's up, man. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Y'all got anything to say? Y'all got anything to say? Serge? Um, nah, that's it, brother. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All right, word. Um, appreciate everybody tuning in. We out of here. That's what's up. Holla! Yes, it is. Peace out. Peace out.
Lights out. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.